I haven't seen this before. This is a nice picture. <laughs> very sexual. Yeah. He's very sexual, is the thing. Yeah. You know like in um, you know in Fifty like Shades no of Grey where he it. walks towards the bed like but with purpose, it's like that. He's he's walking sexually. When was this in the show? I don't remember. Did someone fuck a white in the show? <laughs> That's not a white. Well whatever. What are they? That's where the uh Knights King came from, so just threatening my stuff. Good. Why is he so sexual? I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's the like, it's like the expression on his face, and also the way he's looking directly at the camera. But also his leg is like slightly bent because he's walking. Yeah, and it's very like, like model pose. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just, I just like clicked on the picture to see if it enlarged, and it took like two seconds to do it, and then it zoomed in, and like. <laughs> I, my brain is like in delirious mode anyway to start with, and I thought I was fucking entering the image. He's coming right at you. He was gonna take you away. He's gonna sweep me off my feet. Fireman's lift carry you back into the forest. Ah, oh, this is your husband now. Do you love him? <laughs> Yeah, he's alright. He pays the bills. <laughs> Could do worse. He's always out with the out with the lads, like on the town. It's a What's bit cold sometimes. <laughs> he's got really cold feet in bed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he will not wear socks. Yeah, he tries to pull all the covers away. Hugs them. But all in all, you could do worse. He's got, like, some sort of clothes on. What are these gloves? What are these... I know, why does he have gloves? They're like armor, I think. They look like fingerless gloves, like he's a skater. (laughs) That's really cool. I wish he was a skater. Can we put a bucket hat and and some sick, like, DC (laughs) shoes on this boy? Anyway, let's clap. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books in the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Were you not ready, or do you feel confident in that one? Oh, I, I was on it. I got the gamer reflexes. Okay. I tabbed so fast. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> As I would expect from all my podcast friends. Gamer reflexes. This is a podcast for gamers. By gamers, for gamers. Exactly, yes. (laughs) The only Sunrise and Fire podcast done by gamers. Yeah, most most gamers don't like stuff like this. Yeah, gamers are famously not into fantasy. No. There's, There's a point in your life where you have to choose between game and book. And then there's like, you know, visionaries like Todd Howard who say, mm, what if I put books into my games? Maybe that will get the nerds to read. You can do a visual novel and then you have to read the game. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> God, it really is how they get you. <laughs> but it is true. Like I can read, like I have read the equivalent <laughs> of like, I don't know six or seven whole books probably just by uh, playing Higurashi. I, I just wanted you to stop at uh, but it's true, I can read. <laughs> <laughs> Here on this podcast we can read. Welcome we to the to. only yeah. podcast where we can read. <laughs> Unlike fucking Davos, we know how to read. So... God, how oh, yeah, fuck of that him. guy. 
It's, it's, we it's are taking a economic. stance against people who are illiterate. Oh. I don't think this is the stance we want to take. Oh my god, I will just point out that on this Express article, the there's a pop-up that says, Breaking news, now Sherlock Holmes denounced as racist, so will his statue be next to be toppled? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Sure, like the character? The character is canceled? I have no idea, I'm not gonna click on this. I'm sorry to inform you, it's time to topple the Sherlock statues. Do you have any? <laughs> I don't know. In my home? I've never <laughs> seen one. Yeah, just around. I mean, you are British. Uh... Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, uh, your favorite podcast, which unfortunately features Tyrion. Yeah. This week. But let's not think about that right now. For like 10 more minutes. <laughs> we will have to think about it. No, just put it put it from your mind for now. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not seeing it. Tyrion is just, you know, he, he he's just like a tiny little man at the edge of your sight. Uh, at the moment but he is there so scary he's like gaining on you in the background you can see him in the yeah. in the in the wing mirror but he's not quite here yet. he's like it follows <laughs> you're looking at the glass and it's like getting all the ripples that you get when Tyrion is chasing you um mm-hmm. and you know he's coming you know whatever you ever like look at a clock that you can see the seconds on and like if you look at it that first second that you see takes longer than a normal second yeah. Yeah. That's Tyrion. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. The weird thing but is I, I understand that and I'm scared. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I'm Kay. Next. I'm Kay and I'm scared of Tyrion. He's coming. <laughs> Hello, I'm Chaz, and if you stab me in the belly, um a thousand wriggling eels will come out. Big. I'm Janosch and I'm bare faced naked villain. I have two. Can I do two? Sure, why not? No, no, Let's no throw all the rules out the window. <laughs> well, I, I didn't really have one, so you can have mine. Let's descend into chaos then, shall we? Don't ask permis- permission, ask forgiveness. Okay. I mean, I also, like, I've been saving mine up. I've been charging my ultimate for the past two episodes where I didn't have one. And now I get to yeah, use it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all allow you it. You hit with the combo. Yes. Okay. Hi, my name's Emmanuel, and I am naked, my skin bumpy with goose prickles, and also, <laughs> I am well past my childbearing years, and any beauty I once had has long fled. <laughs> Damn, you know, that's okay. Me too. Yeah, that's all of us. Those two are kind of related, so it's basically one. Hello, uh, my name is Rainer, and I am horny for Hornwood. Woo! <laughs> Damn, aren't we all? Nice. Everyone is as this the, As the whole North is, yeah. Yeah. They kind of are. All right, let's get right down to business. Uh, of course, there is very important news this week, mm. so we go to our senior news correspondent, <laughs> Janos. Yeah, we're really skipping all the bullshit, cutting right to the chase. Uh, there's several news things I want to very quickly touch on. George has posted a tweet about like some very cute baby birds and asking his fans to name them, and I'm sure... None of them said name them Winds of Winter release date. <laughs> and yeah, and none of them have said Tyrion, hopefully. God, I hope not. They live inside a, a fucking dragon statue. It's so cool. Yeah, it's very cute. It's, that's where I would build mm. my nest if I was a bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, I would simply say this is epic. 
Absolutely. So they are. Um, there, there was someone laying eggs into a dragon. Uh huh. Okay. I- interesting. Let's. Yeah. Let's keep that in the back of our minds. I think George is. Yeah, I think George <laughs> is sending a signal here that all the all the theories we've made is are, are actually confirmed. Yeah, me too. Uh, then I will quickly touch on the newest article from Gurmwatch, the segment we discovered last week and also two weeks before that. <laughs> and they suggest another thing that Winds of Winter will fix. And this time it's the long night wasn't very long in Game of Thrones. The Winds of Winter <laughs> could fix that. <laughs> <laughs> so I will not read this article because it just sums up things, but... I, I, I want to quickly workshop, like, how do you think the Winds of Winter will fix the long night from the Game of Thrones TV show? It will be long. It'll exist in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think, be how there. do you think they will fix the scene where Arya just jumps out of nowhere at the Night King and stabs him, and then all of the, all of the army of the dead just disappears? Um... It will be the same. He'll have Arya say, I'll try rolling. That's a good trick. <laughs> I think she'll. Ha- I think he'll have Arya wear the Night Queen's face to trick him. Mm. Ooh. John will do it. It'll be exactly the same, but John will do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scrolling through this article, and it does have the gif of Arya jumping, and the caption on this is, it might not be this easy in Winds of Winter. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe not. And then there's an image Maybe of... it's even easier. She just th- throws the knife from like oh. 50 yeah. meters out. That's it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Did you post something? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We'll get to it. I promise. We'll get to it. I'm doing the thing that like I get mad at whenever I'm editing that like we are reacting to something that is in the Discord yeah. and nobody will know what the fuck we're laughing at. Yeah, it's unprofessional podcasting. You have That's to fine. keep a straight face. <laughs> at the in the last watch is the watch we just watched a YouTube video of <laughs> Liam Gallagher making tea and talked about that for ten minutes. <laughs> it's good audio. Um, yeah, what else? Yeah, does I, I ju- was well, just just gonna mention that the other picture in this article is uh, the scene where Danny uses Jorah as uh, as a human shield, oh, favorite, <laughs> which is definitely also gonna happen in the book. I think mm. that it will. I think he'll die. I'm not sure how. Yeah, I think he'll die in whatever the funniest way possible is. I feel like he is gonna die in a sort of. I don't know, actually. I don't know if George is going to be like, oh, he's regained his honor by dying in this way, or if he's just going to die in, like, a horrible fail-son way, which he deserves. Mm-hmm. I Could think... I tend to think the latter, because there's, like, no... I think, at the, like, we would have seen any any tidbit, any, like, glimmer of uh, self-reflection in him by this point, <laughs> if he was going to go that way, so... It's possible. He's, he simply doesn't know himself. He's never seen himself in a mirror. His life was pointless, so his death will be pointless, and that's the theme. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I really hope he's just gonna die in 50 funny ways. In like he, will. <laughs> he will die of sadness after being cucked, which is his eternal <laughs> destiny, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, let's move on to some more important news. Uh, I, will, I also won't read this article in detail, but our favorite website, The Express... Um, She's otherwise very concerned by 
being outraged about Sherlock Holmes being racist and cancelled, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, yeah, he uh, tweeted slurs once, so... <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm we've had to cancel. I'm confused about this. Is it the <laughs> character or the... Whatever. Never mind. I think it's the character, the, the man of Sherlock the, Holmes. The historical figure of Sherlock Holmes. The Express yeah. is just about like headbutting a button that says outrage as much as possible and just seeing mm-hmm. what will come out. So who knows? So hard not to click on this. I know. Uh, but I will stay focused here because this article says Winds of Winter could movie get in the way of finishing Winds of Winter. Gurm responds. Uh, and it's, you know, running down the normal news of of like that blog post we talked about or maybe didn't. I don't remember. And it mentions this quote by George where he says, With my producer hat on, I am still involved in trying to bring Neddy Okorafor's brilliant Who Fears Death to the small screen and relaunch the Wildcards TV project. <laughs> so... Yay. I want to see the Wildcards TV project. Yeah, we are project. closely following yeah. the Wildcards TV project. Gonna see, I want to gonna see, the... see Chokatown on screen. Yeah, yeah I was we're going to become its biggest fans. I'm, I'm only going to watch the Wildcards TV show if they... They go like the Riverdale route and call it actually, like actually call it Joker Town. Yeah. And then I'm all in. <laughs> Joker's well. That would be good. Anyway, let's talk about the most important news <laughs> by, by my metric of which is the funniest news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is from gizmoblaze.com by Cliff Maria Joseph. Cliff, sorry, Cliffa Maria Joseph, definitely a real name mm-hmm. and a real person who wrote this. Uh, the Winds of Winter release date confirmed for 2021 by George R. R. Martin. Latest update, release date, expected plot, and more you want to know! Exclamation mark. Yes, yes, these are the things that I want to know. <laughs> How Finally. did they know? <laughs> Winter winds are coming. Huh? Oh. <laughs> George R. R. Martin is the genius mind behind the highly successful series of A Song of Ice and Fire. The book paved the way for the mega-hit series, The Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, I guess... Wait, was the series called The Game of Thrones? I don't yes. think so. Really? <laughs> the Game of Thrones, no. It, well, it absolutely wasn't. <laughs> it was a mega-hit series and is credited as one of the most successful series of all time. The show was also merited with numerous awards and acknowledgements. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm acknowledging I it. Yeah. <laughs> I am not. Many people said it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I now, can't this, is where, this is where they do some complicated math here. The Winds of Winter is the sixth installment in a line of the epic fantasy series A Song of Ice and Fire. So far, no objections. Correct. Yes. The series well, was mean... considered to be the final part, but Martin later confessed that the series would be concluded as a trilogy, and a third part will be released called A Dream of Spring. What? What? Trilogy? <laughs> no, we talked about this before, when we were like... It's supposed, it was yeah. originally a trilogy, and the first three books mm. were the first book. Okay. Right, but I don't. Winds of Winter and Dream of Spring. He came up with those titles later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it says later confessed. Right. I don't know. I I I, I don't think the timeline lines up on this one. Or it's a lot of anything, numbers to think about. Yeah, it's, did they not run this through like a fact checker? You know. <laughs> yeah. Or a, a spell checker. <laughs> No, probably not. They definitely didn't run it through a spell checker, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Till now, the author has published 11 chapters from the installment and has hinted that two more chapters are to follow for the completion. God, I can't believe he's published 11 chapters. Citations? Books, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's spoilers. Where did he say there's only two more chapters? He never said this, right? No, he... 
Wow, I'm trying to understand this sentence. Two more chapters is in books, I think. Two more chapters are to followed for the completion. <laughs> That's not English, right? I'm going to say it's not mm. English. I'm not mm. really sure what it means. More he chapters. said that he finished some chapters in his latest blog thing. Maybe that's what they mean? What if we click this YouTube video and he literally says two more chapters are to be followed for the completion? The thing yeah, is, this YouTube link, so like, this ends with uh, saying facts can check out the following video of author George R. R. Martin's interview talking about his future works. But I'm pretty sure this interview was from, like, 2016 or whatever, where he talks with John Hodgman. Like, this is a very he, old interview. Yeah. Anyway, the Winds of Winter would be following where the finale of Dance of Dragons ended with the battle scenes. <laughs> Wait, what? I the battle scenes <laughs> at the end of Dance of... Right, right, of course. Yeah. The Winds of Winter will most likely be continued from the battle, and since the story will be set in Fire the North, viewers can so. also expect to see, quotation marks, the others. Viewers. Very exciting. The Winds of Winter will include <laughs> the viewpoint of characters like Sansa Stark, Arya Starka. <laughs> Stark. Is that like Arya Starka? Is that like Karstarks, where you're like a you're related to the Starks, but you're not? I'm a Stark. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like I think Russians do shit like Gosh. that. Where yeah, if you're it a, sounds yeah. The name if you're the Arya daughter Starka. of someone. Yeah. This is the faceless yeah. man. The faceless man says, "Are you Arya Stark?" And she says, "No." I'm Arya Stark. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, no new characters are included in the series, which I am pressing, oh. doubt, uh, pressing X to doubt on this one. <laughs> he simply said, no, I've already created like 3,000 no, characters. No, I have enough characters. I don't I need have anymore. Reached, I have reached the, the, the threshold of this. Well, since the winters are coming, one thing is clear. Things will not be easy. Right. Wow. That's what I say when the winters are coming. <laughs> and then there's a very sexual photo of a, a, an other white walker. I don't know how we yeah, want to Yeah, I got yelled at for calling him white. I get the names confused. Because they look the same in yeah, the show. Yeah, the show also gives them new names, which confuses yeah. me also. Yeah. I mean, they call them white walkers every once in a while in the books, but yeah. yeah. This White guy Walker, has very wrinkly White. skin on his upper body, but his legs are like so fucking like this. Just this guy, beautiful. this guy is the opposite of skipping leg day. <laughs> yeah, he only does leg day. Yeah, he's he's skipping chest day. Well, yeah. I hate to point it out, but they are called White Walkers, so you would expect. <laughs> oh, he did be walking. Yeah, yeah. you know that's that's correct. Yes, uh, walking famous for building lots of leg muscles. <laughs> he's got calves. Come on, you're jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He never stops walking. Listen, I walk. I mean, I don't walk a whole lot, but <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I yield my time. And then, and then, then the author says, "Well, we hope this news has brought some relief for the fans." What news? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. I'm so relieved. I hope this new segment has brought some relief for our fans. Wait, sorry, you skipped the sentence. The author had recently stated that he is working on the final chapters and fans can finally get a hold of them by June 2021. Yeah, I what? don't think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> when did he state Listen, this? Listen, the, the author stated it. June 2021. <laughs> Citations. No, it's, it's January yeah, it's, 2021 it's, is when it's coming it's, out. It's fall yeah. 2020. It's yeah. fall 2020. <laughs> it is fall 2020. Yeah. It's wait, it's October no, it's August first. 
Remember? Oh, yes. Oh, of course. Who would say June 2021? So foolish. It's August 1st. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is like just when the next New Zealand con is gonna be. But I don't like this tendency to always push to the same convention just a year ahead. Like, okay. I mean, that is what George said, kind of. I guess. The fans cannot keep calm. No, the fans are relieved with this news. Don't worry. <laughs> it says the fans cannot it. keep calm, but now they're bringing Forget relief about to the fans. I personally can't wait to be a viewer that sees the others on the pages of my book. I know. I like yeah. to call my readers viewers. <laughs> <laughs> viewers of the of the words will be yeah, excited to learn. Yeah, they're viewing the letters and words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thanks for listening to the news segment again. I hope this brought some relief to you. Yeah, see you next week. See you next week. I hope you can keep going. <laughs> God. Great work, everyone. Let's. Should we get to the chapters? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess we can't put them off for much longer. It's time. It's Tyrion time. Envisage me hitting a giant button that says Tyrion time on it. Um, and no! it. <laughs> all the alarms are going off. Um, but they're like disco lights and they're all... They're all shining. It's Tyrion time, baby. We have a Tyrion sandwich this week. Mm. Yeah, what chapters? We had Tyrion three, yeah. and four, three. eight, and nine. Yeah. Tyrion, <laughs> Tyrion, twelve and thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, and it's probably Tyrion four, right? Three. Yeah, Tyrion three, brand two, Tyrion four. I like to like announce that. Just cause... yeah, I like to be a professional podcast sometimes, but only sometimes, rarely. Yeah. yeah, but I do a little bit reject of the the, the uh, Song of Ice and Fire snobs who like know the exact number of all chapters by heart and what happens in them. All right, yeah. it couldn't be <laughs> get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure none of us are like that. I know some of them, but anyway. So Tyrion 3, um, yeah, not much happens in this one, or I'm gonna touch on, like, the important chapters, and then we can discuss this and if there's something I skipped over, because this starts with Cersei being extremely not mad, you know, about the letter that Stannis sent out, she's mad about him saying the boy Joffrey, and she's mad about how he accused her of incest, and then Tyrion has, like, some thoughts about how well because you're guilty accused of fucko's brother <laughs> accused of truth <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then they start coming up with a countermeasure like basically little finger suggests this that let's spread a, a rumor of how uh, let's let's spread a rumor of stannis how <laughs> he was also cucked and Cersei's mm-hmm. mind of course also goes to well Lady Salise has two brothers, so which one of those do we accuse? She's like, if I was Lady Salise, which of my brothers would I be fucking? <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. Fuck me, kill your brothers. <laughs> you and tell then... Cersei, you're like, I have a boyfriend, and she's like, but you don't have any brothers. How does that work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just dating some random guy? Ugh, it couldn't be me. <laughs> uh, Littlefinger tells tells a story that definitely happened. I wrote this happened on, on the side of my page where he says, A trade envoy from Lise once observed to me that Lord Stannis must love his daughter very well, since he directed hundreds of statues of her all along the walls of Dragonstone. Mm. My lord, I had to tell him, those are gargoyles. And then he laughs at yeah. his own joke. 
There's no uh, way this happened, right? <laughs> no, I don't no. think yeah. so. Everyone clapped. It's possible it's like a man walked into a bar where he's like, I saw a tradesman from yeah. Lease, you know? And that tradesman from Lease was Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> this is like where when J.K. Rowling tweeted that my self-described butch lesbian friend just t- called me to say <laughs> she agrees with me. Like, sure. <laughs> my self-described trade envoy from Lease, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, Littlefinger basically suggests that uh, they spread the rumor that um, Stannis was cut by a clown and everyone loves it. It's an honor, actually, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Pycelle the whole time is like, what? <laughs> what is sex? I don't get it. What, what he Are was? You... Amazing. How did you know about this? <laughs> Wait, that's not right. Is, is I that do real? also want to point out that before they come up with the, that idea, Cersei's just like, anyone who says this is going to have their tongue ripped out. And Maester Pycelle is just like, hmm, that's a good idea. I like it. <laughs> a prudent measure. Damn your grace. A genius idea once again. This guy's such a fucking idiot. Pycelle, he is a simp for Cersei, so... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, who among yeah, us? And then <laughs> Tyrion leaves the small council meeting, and oh, he already suggests this earlier. He says, "I will make the king a gift, and it's gonna be a chain." And the Serge is like, "He has, he already has a ton of chains. Stupid. It's gonna Come be with me. a better I gift." The gift. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. He does later compare himself to the chain, so. Uh-huh. Symbolically, oh, yeah, he did make that joke. <laughs> I'm I'm so upset that we already made the um, Fleetwood Mac joke like yeah. a month ago. Anyway, it should be the spoiler music, but yeah, now we can't do. We, we can still do it. Fuck it, or his no outro rules. music. No gods. <laughs> exactly. No gods. No, no copyright law. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Basically, he uh, leaves the thing and then he goes to the uh, smithies and talks to the city smiths and there tells all of them to put like literally every single person who he says, I want every forge in King's Landing turned to making these links and joining them, like making a big, big ass chain. Like everyone should make links to a chain. He says, be a, be a master journeyman or apprentice, like whatever kind of smithing they do. And some of them object like, I actually... I can make really fine swords and axes, and I see my talents wasted on chain links. Uh, but he says, no, you got to do it. So this is basically the second of the three things things that happened in this. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god, then three the... things in one chapter. Yeah, amazing. It's kind three, of... Three, you say? Yeah, the three comes back in the next Tyrion thing. And we also talk about three chapters this week. Wheels within wheels. Yeah. <laughs> three wheels. Okay. <laughs> And then he goes. It's goes like a tricycle. A, yeah, he goes I mean, to a th- brothel. Three is the and... only chapters, only number of chapters we can comprehend at once. Like, no, that's <laughs> you know, that's Our brain can't handle more. God. Yeah, so he goes to a brothel that is owned by a woman named Chataya, and basically, basically, she, she has a, a secret passageway in the brothel, and mm. like he. Basically, Tyrion asks to see girls, and then Chataya recommends her daughter, mm-hmm. Elaya. 
he makes the very funny joke uh if i could pray with my cock i'd be much more religious yeah Chitaya tells us like a a not racist story about how (laughs) in the summer aisles they love to fuck Mm. we can talk about the racism in a bit yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah because because i yeah i will say that Chataya and laa are from the summer aisles and are they the first black characters we meet? We gotta have. That's gotta have been. No, no there was um Shaba Show. Shalaba Show, yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, but like generally, like George's grasp on black characters are very. Anyway, and she basically directs him to uh, to a room, and then there's a wardrobe, and then there's a secret panel and a hidden shaft, and it leads to an underground tunnel, and. Who could there be other than a disguised Varys? He's just everywhere. He loves oh, to yeah. be in tunnels. And then, I don't know, like they, ex- they exchange yeah. some wits about how how did you know about this underground e- entrance or whatever. And they talk about Stannis and... Oh yeah, they talk about the color of the bastard's hairs. How John mm-hmm. Arryn and Ned figured, figured it out. And uh, yeah, Tyrion thinks like, my sister should have born Robert at least one child. Mm. and then there wouldn't be rumors but like this way you know everyone could see it and then they do the funny comedy bit of yeah he says sometimes i feel as though as you are the best friend i have in king's landing and sometimes i feel you are my worst enemy and then various says how odd i think quite the same of you that's nice yeah what if you read this sentence but only half of it and said oh Tyrion and Varys are best friends friends. (laughs) you would get season eight of a really good television show i'd imagine Mm-hmm. They do like to talk to each other a lot, though. Their yeah. their conversations are always like five pages long. But both of these <laughs> chapters are to me, and also the previous Tyrion chapter, are basically Tyrion thinking he's the smartest man in the world, mm. and then Varys showing up and basically like getting his ass. making it very obvious how much smarter he is, and then Tyrion decides to. Either like he either gets mad for a second or he decides to not think about it and still. Yeah, he just doesn't notice. Yeah, I'm not looking at the fact that I'm a dumbass. Or he thinks that that Varys has actually has like some magic powers because uh, it's <laughs> the only way someone could be smarter than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has to cheat. This guy's cheating. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he dressed how he usually is? <laughs> what the hell? Wow, even his voice is different. What? How, how is he doing this? W- wizardry? <laughs> witchcraft? Yeah, he literally can't comprehend various doing disguises. It's <laughs> very funny. Yeah, I feel like no one ever recognizes that Council Varys is also a disguise. You know? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're all like, oh, he's so different from his normal self, where he smells in a particular way and acts in a particular way. Yeah. Now he's being different. I'm pretty sure he like explicitly tells people all the time as well. He's yeah, like, I don't understand. People expect things from a master of whispers, so I just give them what they expect. And everyone's like, ah, yes, this is just how you are. It's so funny how they're always like, I don't trust Varys, he's a master whisperer. And, you know, he's so sneaky and whatever. But then they also, like, at the same time, super underestimate him. They also just tell him everything all the time. Yeah. He doesn't even cover up. Or It, it is his cover story that he was, like, uh, an actor once, right? Yeah. Like, his official backstory that he tells everyone <laughs> is, oh, he was, like, raised by a mama's troop. And then he got taken by the wizard who 
uh, castrated him and then he somehow like made it to Westeros. That's his official backstory. Do you think it's like, is he like the funny joker from Batman that he basically tells a different story of how he was like, he, he's like, want to know how I lost my balls? And then he tells a different story every time. <laughs> you want to know how I lost my balls? <laughs> my father was a drinker. I, I used to be a, I used to be a farmer and I would, uh, <laughs> I was in charge of cutting down, you know, with the reaper uh, sword. I would cut all the wheat. And one day I was cutting the wheat and I cut wheat too close no. to me. And that's no. how I lost my balls. No! <laughs> I think so. That's what happened to Balon. That makes a lot of sense. Alright, let's see. Yeah, this chapter is kind of mm. like... Nothing happens, really. What yeah. if Tyrion just got to talk for a long time and do his <laughs> little adventures and you had to come with him and see them? They set up the chain thing. That's more or less... Yeah, that's true. We I guess. We talk a little more about the chain thing. But I think they could totally have fit like these two Tyrion chapters... Or, like, George could have fit these two Tyrion chapters into one. Like, there's... Uh, uh, well, I don't or know. Or this and the previous one, maybe. I don't know. That makes a little more sense. I yeah. Think. I think it's because in the next chapter, it's very clearly got the structure of the three different um, yeah. Yeah, things that's true. He's, he's telling them. I like... I like this part where the smiths are like, uh, we can't make your chain because Cersei said we had to make armor or she would smash our hands. <laughs> and Tyrion, Tyrion thinks to himself, oh, Cersei, she's making everyone hate us. He's like all sarcastic about it. And then later, the other smith is like, hey, what if I made you nice armor? And Tyrion says, make the chains or you wear them. <laughs> hey, Tyrion, you're doing the same thing. Uh, that's not the same thing. He's doing the same thing. <laughs> Smashing your hands on your own anvil is a little different than putting you in prison for a little bit. There's no proof that it would be a little bit. Well, okay, but... They're both threats. He's just being yeah. grumpy. He can't be like, no, please will you make the chain. He has to be like, you'll make the chain or bad chain, things will please. happen to you. <laughs> please, please, may I have a, please, please, may I have a chain, Master Armourer? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is there anything else for this chapter? Let's see. Uh, let me see if I understand. Um, it sets up the yeah. tunnels, I guess. Yeah, the secret tunnels. Yeah. Tyrion says, the ones who look the most suspicious are likely innocent, and the ones who look innocent I need to beware. I wonder if this is anything. That's like the most basic, I yeah. don't know, shit. But he yeah, says it like, like he's a fucking genius. It's like an Instagram <laughs> quote. Yes. Inspiration. And then, yeah, and then later Tyrion is like, oh, I was watching carefully and I wasn't followed by any of Cersei's men. And Varys is like, good, because some of them are my men and I would be mad if you could see them. <laughs> yeah. Varys owns yeah. him so hard so many times. He's so good. I love Varys. We like Best Varys. Character. Tyrion yeah. chapters are good because Varys is there owning him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Anything else that I underlined in this chapter? I underlined the name Celorian, which... Not a bad name. It's like, because in, in that interview that I used for the, the Thomas Jefferson type intro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he that talks about coming up with uh, character names, he says he can't use uh, fantasy, like he tried using the fantasy name generators online, but the names that they give out are always like too fantasy. Yeah, and to like me, Celorion sounds totally like that type of name. Mm. <laughs> this is before he gave up on using the generator. Yeah. 
He says I used this one, and then he looked back at it and was like, mm, I didn't like this one that much. He he's no dober. No. <laughs> there will never be another dober. <laughs> Rip to a real one. Only one. God. Tyrion says maybe Joffrey should come to the whorehouse. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. That, that's the whole thing. He sees a 16-year-old yeah. and he's like, perfect for Joffrey. Yeah. Is Joffrey 13? Is that right? Yes. God, maybe he's old I enough. think so, yeah. He's almost a man grown. It was yeah, his 13th birthday, wasn't it? At Joffrey's yeah. party? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tyrion like, totally shows his... Shows his entire ass uh, in regards to him being, you know, super misogynist. Yeah, do we want to talk about the uh, the sex workers and this, uh, yeah. this establishment? Yeah. I think we should talk about them, yeah. They are kind of like half the chapter. My theory is that uh, Shataya is kind of playing it up to like sell oh, this fantasy to yeah. the Westerosi. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to be ashamed to come to a brothel, actually, like we... We and like all the girls who work here, they, they really like it and they do it for to honor the gods and stuff like that. Yeah, she yeah. does probably kind of try to sell an oriental list fantasy. Yeah, yeah. the air smells yeah, of some definitely. exotic spice. Mm. Mm. Wow. I didn't thought of that. I think the biggest problem with George and... Like, the reason I get so mad about the Dothraki is that, like, if it weren't for them and how much time we spend with them and it's and them still being pretty flat... I would be more like, oh, well, like, it's like how, like, he did it well, at least mostly, mostly with female characters. So it's like, okay, he has enough of them that are, like, all well-developed enough that he can have somebody like Cersei, who's, like, a wreck. And, like, if he only had Cersei in a story, is that, if that, as your only yeah, of course. female character, that would be, like, eyebrow-raising. But, like... Mm. So, like, he only has, like, you know, four black people or something mm-hmm. in the whole story, and and more colored people among the Dothraki, but, like, he doesn't do that for them, because, like, the Dothraki don't get fleshed out, and... Yeah, and also, perhaps, the four black people in the story is also <laughs> a form of racism. Yeah. Yeah. When we just discuss that there are 3,000 characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, and there's like not a single POV character from that is that isn't like white or you know Dornish, which in the show was played like South American, but like he himself said that they're more like Welsh or Irish or whatever. So really, it's so weird that he said that because it doesn't read that way to me at all. Yeah, no, they seem very like I don't know Middle Eastern or like sort of like North African. I think he meant that in the in, they are kind of autonomous or, or in yeah. inside oh, okay. the, the larger empire. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always kind of read them as like at least somewhat like the more the Spanish Moors, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, my point is just my just the Dornish still don't feel like actual. <laughs> POC representation or whatever, like no. Um, there's there's like racism against them among the other yeah. Westerosi. That's yeah, there's, like there's and, a lot of racism against them for sure. I I would say that they do feel POC to me. Yeah, and I, I also don't yeah. want to make it seem like I think that's the only defining characteristic of being a POC. Yeah. Coming back to the to like how the the Samar Island is so very over sexualized here. 
I was thinking that yeah. actually all the non-Westerosi cultures seem like are portrayed as more relaxed when it comes to like sexual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it's Dothraki definitely yeah. in the free cities, like uh, the people openly have concubines apparently. Mm-hmm. The Dornish, like, uh, bastardry is way more accepted, as we will learn. Even the wildlings, kind of, it seems that they were more open. Yeah, if, like, yeah. the wildlings, if it wasn't cold as fuck all the time, they'd be just tits out like the Dothraki, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, all the time. I think it has some to do with, like, the Faith of the Seven stuff, the mm. whole religion thing. But, I mean, Dorn kind of has that too, right? Mm. Yeah. I think mm. so. Or maybe it's... It's the the Westeros POV we, we get in pretty much every character, and like that's just like the the areas where they that are different, uh, like are highlighted by them. Maybe they are more restricted in other areas where it's not like just not explored because that's not that interesting than like the things that are forbidden by like the Westeros morals. I mean, I think with the Westerosi, it's mostly to do with the. Um higher born Westerosi who we have as point of view characters that's true because I think with them a lot of it is to do with succession and like maintaining a clear succession which is often like the roots of a lot of like that sort of strict sexual stuff yeah like making bastards is yeah because it <laughs> yeah it's dangerous or it can be but yeah no I get what you mean they tend to like they definitely use it as a way to like other people from different cultures within the within the Westerosi culture and be like, oh, they have prostitutes everywhere. They have these fancy like sex workers who have all this money and power and it's a different kind of culture, but yeah. Uh, okay. The last thing I have to say about this chapter is uh, Tyrion funny get a boner. <laughs> That's that free Tyrion chapter. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny in this one though. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah he's, he's in the brothel and he's like damn I hear sex noises and I'm immediately turned on <laughs> he's like oh I'm, I'm going to this work meeting with a boner this is so embarrassing mm. <laughs> Varys is gonna say I'm cringe yeah I shouldn't have worn sweatpants <laughs> getting a boner couldn't be me that's so embarrassing <laughs> I don't even I don't even know where like why is Varys even here like why does he need yeah. to he just likes here? it He's showing him the tunnel because he's hidden Shay for him, hasn't he? And he's like, I'll put her I, in place. I think and that's what it was. I thought they were going to go see Shay, but then they didn't. Yeah, same. I guess that might be like what happens in the show or whatever. No, he is going to visit Shay, but he has yeah. her in a house that he knows where it is. And he's just using the brothel trick to pretend he's in a brothel this whole time and, yeah. and hide Shay from people who would be spying. Mm. So like... The uh, question is, why is Varys here? And the answer is, Varys loves to come on Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to be there for it, you know? Just present. Yeah. You can't just own a man long distance. You gotta be face-to-face. As really his best friend, that. he likes to be supportive. <laughs> We're besties! So. <laughs> the sad thing is that Varys probably is his best friend, like, currently, besides Braun. Like those yeah, are the two are kind of sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> and the woman, he, the woman he pays for sex. Yeah. Like, those are his I do. 
I do like we skipped over the interaction with Brorm. Uh, they like yeah. Bron comes up and he's like, uh, "You've got these appointments. These guys are waiting for you." <laughs> yeah. Blah blah blah. And Tyrion's like, "Oh, you sound all polite and dapper. Next thing you know, you'll be bowing." And he's just like, "Fuck you, dwarf." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He also he also mentions that he looks really hot at the moment. He's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Tyrion Let says, "Ooh, Bron, you're looking kind of uh, nice with it." Yeah, he does. <laughs> Damn. That boy cleaned oh, up good. Brad, you're going to make me act out. Oh, and Lo- Lollis, Lady Tanda is trying to get Tyrion to marry Lollis yeah. now. That yeah, that's also like chapter? in this and the next chapter, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's more than In this one, he's yeah. just trying to run away from Lady Tanda. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like trying to ignore her or, or pretend that he didn't see. Yeah, I do not see it. She's there, so he can deal with it later. Mm-hmm. Alright, I think, yeah. I can mention the... the uh, two moon ladies in this oh, chapter. sure, why not? Alright, there's two moons. Have you heard about this? Two moons? <laughs> That's wild. That's some wacky world building going on there. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, so he sees, like, these two uh, sex workers, one of which is Alayaya. Yeah, there's, like, a, a white girl who's got, like, freckles, but she's wearing a blue flower crown. So that's, like, oh. icy stuff. Ooh. That's just like Leanna. Yeah. And then uh, Alayaya is black. So she's the fireman. Oh, okay. And Alayaya brings him to a secret doorway and ushers mm. him through. Mm. And then he meets the spider, Varys. He is a spider. So, yeah, yeah, anyway. That's just, right. like, a little... Good enough. See, well, that's also the kind of symbolism that, like, bothers me. Um... Not to circle back to the racism talk. No, go ahead. I I wanted to hear your opinion on this. Go off. Yeah, like it 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 somehow really bothers me when race stuff is used for symbolism. Mm-hmm. Like it's I don't know. It's like feels feels disrespectful to like actual social struggles, you know, <laughs> or to like you know equate skin color with symbolism color. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just white, but, like, I'd really only see a problem with it if it's something, like, uh, like, black-hearted or associating black with evil. Yeah, that's obviously worse. <laughs> like, that's the worst part, of, worst part of this, but I don't know. I definitely see what you're saying, Yanos. I think it's a lot worse because the character in question is, like, not actually a character. She basically is yeah. just a yeah. symbol. Like, if she yeah. was a person who also has black skin, and we were, like, doing, like, that kind of symbol with her, like, we can do symbols of other characters, like, having red hair or something. Yeah. Then I think it would be better. But as it is, I think it sucks right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sort of, yeah, feels like a sort of dismissal of the character in a way. Well, I mean, the the white girl is, like, not a character, and she's just a symbol, too. She The freckles, too, I wanted to point out, um, is, like, Something that's associated with the Children of the Forest, too, because they have dappled skin. But uh, Like little deers. Yeah, that might be spoilers. Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. We know them. All right. How, okay. Robert's Bastards 8. Is 8 a number? Uh Oh, yeah. I think he has more than that, though. Also, how many of them do we know? Yeah. I think he has, like, 16. We know. I forget, though. We know, like, we four of them? We know Mia, Bera, Gendry, Edric. Gendry, Edric. 
think that's all the ones we know, um, right? So far. There's the one in Belltown. There's... I don't know. Mm. That's all I can think of. Oh, well. I don't have anything else to say about this chapter. No. If only yeah, let's move on. do things. Okay. Let us know if my opinion is problematic. Let us know if Tyrion is problematic. Um, I will let you know right now he is. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we are... It's Bran time. We've moved on from Tyrion briefly, and we're at the filling, which is Bran. (laughs) Which is not a good sandwich filling. Yeah, Yeah, it's a Bran witch. I was gonna say, (laughs) I don't like talking about this as a Tyrion sandwich or whatever the fuck. I don't like Yeah, because that's not how sandwiches work. It's a Bran witch. Well, it's like... Oh, you uh, mean because we don't say a bread sandwich, we say a ham sandwich, yeah. Mm -hmm. A bran sandwich. But bran is the bread. No, he isn't. He's in the middle. He's in the middle. No, but he's the metaphorical bread, like Jesus. Oh. Wow. Okay, God damn it. Doesn't matter. Right now, he is at Winterfell. Stupid. And he is having a sad one, because uh, people are doing some jousting on some swords and having some fun and he wants to do it too but he can't because he can't walk so he rides around on Hodor and he goes down to the fencing whatever yard and he sees the Walders who are both um, very horrible to Hodor and he defends Hodor and they're going to get into a fight Um, he threatens to set his scary wolf on them but Maester Lewin comes by and is like shut up children be nice to each other Mm-hmm. And the Walders are like, can you do that? Is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> but he can, because he can do what he wants. He's in charge. He goes with Mr. Lewin because he's supposed to be um, receiving all the visitors that are coming to ask things and offer things of Rob, because mm-hmm. he is now the acting Lord of Winterfell. A bunch of people come. Mandalay comes. Karstaks come. So many new, people. new and old friends. people. Yeah. Make new friends, but keep the old. Yeah. Yeah. The main thing is that most of them are offering to build chips or mint coins or other stuff that Rob might need, but Bran can't say whether or not they can have it or not. They just have to pass on all their um, requests to Rob, wherever he is. They all also want to marry Lady Hornwood. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is as we the all most do. eligible bachelorette in yeah. the North now. Yeah, she is past her childbearing years, and what beauty she once had has long fled. Uh, but Roderick says she's fine. Damn, she's fine, though. <laughs> Just quick, quick question, because uh, I looked it up. Just going on the description we get in this chapter, how old do you think Lady Hornwood is? My guess is 45. like... Yeah, 45 was exactly the number I was going to say. Yeah. Like 40, okay, maybe? Good. She's in her early 40s, yeah. Yeah. I would have, like, the description, I would have thought she's... Like, 60. <laughs> Just for no, how she's I don't know. I mean, it probably they're... doesn't work out with like the, the, the age of her children and stuff, but the way she's dis- she's described, she sounded much older, honestly. Yeah, and it's like well, vampire time, so 45 yeah. and that time was like 80 for us. Well, she's past childbearing years is the yeah, main thing. She's she past childbearing years, but she's still pretty. So she's two Barracks like... Dontarians old, so that's yeah. very old. Yeah, it's pretty old. She's two Barracks tall. <laughs> two Barracks on top of each other. Um, <laughs> she it says she's a pale... Well, Bran describes her as a pale husk of a woman, which is very Well, she has mean. prescient. 
Yeah, she's very sad because her husband was killed um, at the Trident. And her son was killed in the Whispering Woods, which is super sad. And he says Winterfell will remember, which we'll That see. was so cute by Bran. I was like, what a good little boy. He's so great in this chapter. Yeah. I love him. We love I was Bran. thinking that's, that would be like an epic thing to say. If the, the North, North would remembers. Remember. Yeah. I've heard that it does. It remembers things. Yeah. Mm, because the weirwoods do. Ooh, turning that mm. over in my mind. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't misremember this, that I've seen someone wearing a t-shirt that had, like, Ramsay Bolton from the show's face on it and said the North remembers. Anyway. Okay. Well, Lady Hornwood says she will marry if she has to, but she doesn't really fancy marrying Moore's Crowford, Crowfood or Manderley because he, she's very rude, but he's very large. And she doesn't want to lie beneath him, and Bran thinks that men sleep on top of women when they share a bread. They just... <laughs> he, he's a man grown, baby. He knows how it works. He's like, yeah, I know you just sort of stack up when you're sleeping in the same bed. It's, Prince, uh, it's, very, know it's very efficient. This yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a specific fetish to be, like, <laughs> <laughs> crushed by your very large partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bran is so cute. He's so good. I love him. Yeah, she's like, uh, I I think we need to not look very far to find a suitor more to my taste because she kind of fancies Sir Roderick. This was cute too. I was like, damn, Lady Horn would get it. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't he's... catch it at first. Like, they yeah, have to tell yeah. him. Mr. Lewin is like, hey, she yeah. was kind of into you. <laughs> this is such yeah. a cute little scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Bran's like, oh, she was very sad. <laughs> And Roderick's like, yeah, but she's not at all uncomely for a woman of her years, so, you know. But she is dangerous. I'm gonna go ahead and ship it. I think Roderick and Lady Hornwood should meme together. I think so. I hope that they have a lovely, long, old age together. Yeah. Yeah. Bran is like, Beth would have a mother. Oh. It's so cute! Yeah. And, um, but Roderick's like, I can't. I'm just a knight. And I'm really old, and it wouldn't work. She has to marry someone more, like, politically convenient. He's also in his mid-40s, so... Yeah. <laughs> so fucking old. Also yeah, the other, thing, old. the other thing they're trying to do in all these talks is to find a successor to Lady Hornwood if she doesn't marry. Because yeah. she doesn't have any, like, any children, but she has, like, relatives, and there's a bastard of her husband's who might inherit. But they're all just talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's quite fun. They're doing some some very simple politics. These are the politics yeah. that I understand. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I do like this chapter for that reason. <laughs> yeah, Bran's like, if this is what being a lord is, then I kind of like it. Yeah, I like <laughs> that Bran is like, eh, not so bad. I kind of like sitting in the chair and listening. It wasn't too awful. Yeah, he's like, you can be, you can not fight and be a lord like uh, Walder Frey, um, but you can't not fight and be a knight so maybe i can be a lord but probably not because rob will have children and i won't inherit winterfell because he'll he'll go to his sons instead but (laughs) but but mr lewin's like yeah you know anything can happen (laughs) yeah uh uh, yeah so they head into enthusiasm music starts playing (laughs) they say have you heard of foreshadowing (laughs) yeah and brent says no i'm baby (laughs) Prince says, is that when it gets dark and you can see the shadows of the trees? Four shadows? Wow. <laughs> I only have one. 
Four because I'm four. Um. <laughs> yeah, Rickon says I want four shadows and four. <laughs> God, what if Rickon had four tiny little hand shadows? <laughs> yeah, he is pride. Yeah, he's very proud of his <laughs> age. His, his, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Bran heads to the Godswood. Um, he sees Shaggy Dog, but Shaggy Dog ignores him. And when um, he sees, yeah, he sees a pool, and he's like, "Why is the pool got ripples? That's wild." Um, and it's Osha. She's underneath the water, and she comes out, and she just sort of stands up, and she's like, "Hello, it is me, naked woman." And then Bran's very rude about her. Um, <laughs> I don't think Bran is rude about her. Well, breast is flat as two empty purses, maybe. Yeah, the rest of it, I think he's just like, "Wow, woman with muscle." Yeah, yeah, he's like, damn, she's she's hench, she's hard and sharp and sinewy. Um, and Osha's like, yeah, you know, I fought loads of wild, uh, I fought um, giants and I fought crows, I fought all kinds of people. I'm great. She is great. Um, yeah. And then she says that people in the kitchen were talking about the altercation with the phrase and Hodor, and they talk about Hodor for a bit. And then he has a dream again, which is just like a very normal dream involving weirwoods and crows with three eyes and other stuff. Um, more people come. The Great John's uncles come. Two big uncles. Glovers come. Just let, let loads of people appear and have conversations about stuff and they're all like, what if this guy inherits? Or what if this guy inherits? He, at one point... Uh, Bran's like, I'm going to get involved and I'm going to say the same thing that everyone says. So cute. <laughs> I think I know how this goes, so I'm going to do it. And he's like, thank you for your, thank you for the notion, my lord. We will bring the matter to my brother, Rob. Uh, but Leobald looks at him with pity in his eyes and Bran hates that. And he's like, I want you to die. Don't pity me. <laughs> he only gets mad for a moment. He's not that Yeah. Angry. Okay. Leopold and <laughs> Leopold and Benfred are very ben good. Fred. Like just like take ben Fred. Two, two names and pull ben them apart. Leopold is very yeah. funny. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what if you combine them in the opposite direction? What if you do Ben Fred Bald ben. and Leo Fred? <laughs> ben Bald would be very good, I think. Just Leopold Leo Toolheart is just a great name. Mm. Oh he talk he tells him as well about some boys who are like nineteen who dress in rabbit skins and like run around the country and have they dress, they're furries they? yes <laughs> I don't I think br- that's exactly brand- what they're doing no they tie yeah. rabbit yeah, they have rabbit or... skins on their spears or something oh that's it yeah, 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 yeah. they sing songs of chivalry and shit and they're called the heads it's just just lads hanging out yeah they're like yeah. trying to pull a blackfish but they're not cool enough <laughs> mm-hmm they're like doing Don Quixote things, but without yeah. the like culture shift to make it ironic and funny. <laughs> yeah, Bran thinks it sounds fucking great. He's like, I wish I was doing that. <laughs> I mean, just to be with the lads. What more can you ask for? <laughs> just fun times with the lads. Who who wouldn't want that? God, just a cheeky sortie with the lads. Yeah, yeah, and. S- <laughs> And then everyone starts talking about Stannis becoming king. This guy, Clay Kerwin, comes. Kerwin? That's that's a pretty Welsh name. Okay, I thought it was Serwin. I have been thinking Serwin, but I can see Kerwin too. 
Sure. I feel Cohen because that's the Welsh. That's the Welsh pronunciation, but it could be Cohen. I mean, it looks like a Welsh or like Scottish or whatever Gaelic or something. I think mm, it's, it's confirmed that it's pronounced Kerwin. Kerwin. Hmm. Confirmed. Clee Kerwin. So, yeah, he comes and he's like, hey, did you hear that Joffrey is a bastard? Um, the Kingslayer had sex with his sister, and Bran's like, okay, I'm going to have a trauma flashback now. <laughs> yeah. so I'm having PTSD now, goodbye. Uh-huh. Uh, he has another sort of dream about the Three-Eyed Crow pecking at him and it really hurts and then he remembers falling from the tower after like a golden man throws him off it. Some golden asshole and then he falls in the dream and that's just how the chapter ends with him falling. The things I do for love, Mama. baby. Mm-hmm. So before we get to the actual chapter discussion, I just want to say the two jokes that I wrote down into my book mm, when I great. saw the lines. So the first one is the gods hate incest, all my homies hate incest. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I almost choked. <laughs> Wait, and let me the... swallow first before you say the next one. <laughs> that was dangerous. The next one is less funny, that's not a real joke. I just underlined the part where it says, Save for Howland, read the Cranog man who had not set foot outside his swamps for many a year, so I just wrote funny Shrek Ooh. to the side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Mm. I forgot to mention the bit where um Brand's like I I can do stuff. I'm I'm nine. I'm he really old. Nine. I'm nine He's years almost old. Man grown. Almost a man grown. Almost a man grown. Almost almost half a barrack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like this interaction because he's like, I'm I'm almost nine, and then Roderick says, "You're eight, but I'm almost nine, <laughs> eight. He's like, "Yeah, but you're fucking eight. If you were nine, it would be different. I know you're eight. You can't fool mm-hmm. me. Uh, wait, no, that was Louis, not Roderick. Sorry." Bran's just great in this chapter. This is a really nice chapter. Yeah, I think, like, on average, I have liked the Bran chapter the most in this book. Is this the second or third one? This is the second. Second. Yeah. Bran is just cute. He's just a little boy, and he's not having any problems. Well, he's having some problems, but they're, like, problems that a child can overcome. Yeah. It's a nice detour Uh... from the Tyrion stuff, and also a ton of shit happens in this one. Yeah, it's like interesting stuff is happening around a character that I like. Whoa. Imagine. Wait a second. <laughs> Tyrion says couldn't be me. <laughs> Did we talk about the part where they say like the Bolton bastard got like Oh yeah, like I there? was gonna mention Oh that. yeah, there's like a twisted boy. Have you heard about this? <laughs> yeah. A stinky twisted boy. <laughs> this really fucking messed up psychopath who's like living in the dreadful and he has this freaky friend called reek and mm. he doesn't wash and they just gallop around just causing horrible things to happen i sure hope this doesn't come up later yeah this is they real hunt together hours. and not for deer mm-hmm. i was wondering like is never bathing something that really sets you apart <laughs> in this world from like the rest <laughs> of the people <laughs> he's stinky well, I think, imagine being yeah. so stinky that even people in vampire times are noticing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. I think with Reek, his like clothes are rotting off yeah. him and stuff. It's just like rough. I think he has like a glandular problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that Bran says he wants to help her defend her lands against the bastard, but Roderick says no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I hope this doesn't come back. He won't again. dare. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. He's just bastard. Yeah. See, this is why Bran would make a great king. Bran is a good little boy. Yeah. 
Oh man, he, he does say Brand the Broken in this, and I he thinks sadly about was... it. He thinks that he yeah. doesn't like that title, and if anyone said it to him, he would be unhappy. <laughs> he would feel an emotion about it for sure. Yeah. God, Brand is fucking adorable. I like when he's like doing his his lording, and then it's all done for the day, and he says, "Can I be excused?" And Roderick says, "You did a great job," and Brand is so happy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get a sticker for we get a sticker for Brand's chart. Yes, star. Brand got a gold star for lording. He's <laughs> like, all right, I'm done now. Can I go hang out with my dog? Yes, you may go. Thank you. He's <laughs> so cute. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, yeah. Summer has to stay in the Godswood, but I like to go visit him at least every day. So cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get some set up here where Osh is talking about the phrase and she says, like, the um, the small one who's called Big Walder, he's fine, but the one that's called Little Walder but is big, he's got, he's little inside, he's horrible, and I'd watch him if I were you. Which, Damn. Mm-hmm. Probably we'll forget this for later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll come up, like, four bucks from now or something. <laughs> yeah, not important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a guy named Poxy Tim. <laughs> Damn, I wonder how his face looks. Poxy. Probably normal. That'd be a pretty good, like, folk band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if we're, if we're doing, like, super stray observations, I, I have another one. There's a part where it says, With him had come a long tale of retainers, knights, squires, lesser lords and ladies, heads, musicians, even a juggler. I know, even Ooh, a juggler. Even a juggler. Even a juggler. Jugglers oh, yeah. are essential. <laughs> bring, bringing my juggler yeah, should, that, that should have been like the first thing in the yeah in the, with him came a juggler and right? a guest of knights yeah. even a juggler a juggler yeah. and the lords and ladies <laughs> I feel like that's so like like does he do anything else but juggle or like or she maybe you won't I don't believe know. the things this guy can juggle I mean they probably like tumble and stuff as well so they just do a little bit of yeah Bran says oh great you brought your juggler uh let's step into my garage you won't believe what's in there yeah (laughs) fuck's sake (laughs) I love that I can just pronounce it in a way and you'll know what my joke is It's garage, you say it's the trapeze in the garage. <laughs> I love it. Alright. There's a part where Garage, says, why am I French? Okay. There's a part where Bran says he has trouble pulling on his pants and they vex him. Bran is fucking ah, vexed and vexed. tricked by pants. <laughs> Are you botherated? <laughs> Let's see. Does anyone else have any other things for this chapter? Yeah, I had yeah, two things. One, maybe myth stuff. That's uh, when uh, Osha is coming up from the from the pool, and she says she wanted to to touch the the bottom of it. And then Brand says, "I never knew there was a bottom." And she, she says, "Oh, might be there isn't. Like, <gasps> oh. ah, like a, bot- a bottomless pool. Sounds cool. Where where does it lead?" Nobody knows. Oh shit! A bottomless because pool. Because bottom is like the moon. Okay. A bottom is like the moon. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, like a butt. <laughs> I was gonna say, if it's a bottomless pool, it's gonna bring up entirely new questions in like, r- is pool a room discussion? 
<laughs> if, if a pool doesn't have a bottom, is it still a room? There's no way. Well, no. There's no way. Mm-hmm. It's just a tunnel if there's no bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But is a tunnel a room? No. no. It's a tunnel. <laughs> it is if you're a little mm-hmm. boy. What? If you're a very small little shadow boy and you're in a tunnel, that is your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, yes, I see. There's like multiple formal alchemist references. I mean, if you have if you have a door on both ends of the tunnel, then it's definitely mm. only if the doors are closed. <laughs> what? Yeah, because then you're so outside. Is a room not a room Wait. if the door is open? Yeah, if if I opened up my door right now, would would my room dissolve? Do you? No, you have to open up two doors on either side of the room. I can open up the door and the window. Yeah, that's a tunnel. <laughs> I think we've proven the tunnels are rooms. Okay, the other thing that I noted down was was it the steward from Deepwood Mod who talks about a hedge wizard giving him counsel. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The f- fucking shots fired. He's so <laughs> mad about this hedge what wizard. The fuck like, is I'm a hedge sorry. wizard? Is it just some guy going around the countryside telling people he's a wizard? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's like a hedge knight, but you know magic. Yeah. Yeah, hedge wizard is just like a kind of shitty wizard. Yeah, I think he's just gonna do pocket <laughs> magic to people. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Moon <laughs> doing epic magic atheism at this guy is hilarious. <laughs> Um, actually, as a maester who went to yeah. the Citadel, I think you'll find that I have scientifically proven that magic is not real. Mm-hmm. I love that the, the sentence is just, Maester Lewin had a number of choice things to say about hedgewords. <laughs> <laughs> Maester Lewin fucking cussed this guy out. I just want to meet the hedge wizard on page. Like, you can't just talk about wizards and not show them, George. Chekhov's hedge wizard. Well, winds of winter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he won't introduce any new characters. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that means a character we already <laughs> know is secretly the hedge wizard. Yeah, which of the characters we've already met would you like to become a hedge wizard? Ooh. Chicken. <laughs> what if Chicken came back as a hedge wizard? Oh, shit. And fight to, had to fight his own horse. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking... He appears in the forest to Brorm... And he, he's like, blinding light is coming off of him, and then finally it dies down, and he's garbed in this Chicken beautiful white Hedge. robe, and he's <laughs> and he says, I am Chicken the White. Chicken, yes, that's what they once called me. <laughs> now I am Chigged anew, it is. Chigged. One. What if it's like Chicken oh. the White but spelled yeah. W-I-G? I was gonna say, it's dangerous <laughs> to say that you're a white in this world. And Bron will be like, how, how is that spelled? And then he'll say, oh, actually, I don't know how to read. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Such a such a, a mind's eye image. <laughs> I think Bron is a hedge wizard. I think he is, honestly. He has some sort of magic luck. Yeah. Yeah. I can't Stop calling him Brorm. You have been doing it. I'm just going to let you do it. Anytime I read it in my book, that when it gets it wrong, I'm just replaying <laughs> for like Brorm. 10 minutes after that. Uh, I don't understand how your book is doing that. Is it like based on a bad scan or something? Yeah, it's it's like text to, or image to text. Huh. Sometimes it just gets it wrong. That's weird. But I'm just like... You could have a brorm in one hand and a chicken in the other. And the, and the fame and the fofri. 
Yeah. I do like Fami. Alright, what else do I have to say? There was a guy who got his eye pecked out by a crow, and now he wears a mm. chunk of dragon glass in, instead? Yes, more's crow food. Wondering if this means anything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Could, could mean nothing. It means that crows are a tasty snack that you can just eat at any time. You can just grab a crow and bite its head off. Yeah, fast food. Pull a fucking what, whoever that guy is. Ozzy Osbourne. Maybe to give someone a third eye, a crow has to take it from someone else and <laughs> oh, shit. to give Brand his third one <laughs> most crowfoot had to give up his Brand wakes up from surgery who do you think gave you the yeah. eye <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good there's a limited amount of eyes mm-hmm. yeah the crows yeah, are redistributing the eyes fucking blood raven is hogging them all <laughs> an eye for an eye yeah. fool me once <laughs> Fool me once, eye on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, clown on you. Oh, oh my god. What if What if when you married a man, he became a clown and slept on top of you? <laughs> that sounds pretty good. <laughs> this is nothing. Do we have anything else to say about this chapter? We're doing I'm... everything in our power to not get to, uh, to another <laughs> chapter. <laughs> this is a good segment. I enjoyed this. Should I talk about? Or should I save uh, OSHA swimming? Yeah, let's thing? go ahead. Yeah, sure. I also have like some food-related symbolism questions, but I think it's gonna be more sense when we have also talked about Tyrion because I have like one here and one in Tyrion. Oh, okay. Okay. Tyrion has some food metaphors in his chapter. Yeah, Tyrion would never have a metaphor, because he's not smart enough. <laughs> Alright, Tyrion 4. This is this one is subtitled Tyrion's Trick, so see if you can catch the tricks as we go along. <laughs> We've been talking about it, like, a couple, yeah. a couple times. See if we can figure out Tyrion's now. trick, and then after, see if we can poke all the holes in Tyrion's trick. None of us is as, as smart as him, so we can't... That's true, yeah. See if he's gonna, theory. like, actually look into the camera and say i'm doing the trick like all the time (laughs) i just want to say i guess i'll save it for like plot spoilers but his trick should have already worked but he doesn't realize it until a day or five later (gasps) he he doesn't do a great job at it oh god yeah you're right but anyway all right Step step one of the trick. Tyrion has a meeting with Grandmaster Pycelle. Maester, obviously. Grandmaster Chief Pycelle. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're having a little breakfast luncheon. And That's Tyrion his says, rank in Overwatch. Yeah. He's a Grandmaster. <laughs> Tyrion says, I need to send a letter to Dorne, and you're going to send it for me since you're the Maester, which means you're the crow boy. So send this letter to me, and you better not tell Cersei. Wink. And Pycelle says, um, uh, and he's just like sweating fucking buckets and he says, yes, I will not tell Cersei. Also, he has two copies, conveniently. Oh yeah, two two copies of the letter. Uh, just send them both and don't worry about it. And don't don't even worry Cersei's pretty little head, because she's a woman, right? And Pycelle says, ah yes, she's just a lady. <laughs> and Tyrion says to himself, this is step one. He looks at the camera and says, We're counting today. Do you know your numbers? <laughs> this one is one. 
Mr. Pacel, like, he's so he's like such a simp for Lannisters yeah, I was say. and Cersei in particular that like he forgot that he was sexist for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> And Tyrion had to remind him that he's sexist. <laughs> He's, should I tell the queen? Wait, the queen is in charge. And he says, uh, queen woman? <laughs> if women are like, oppressed, then why Tyrion? <laughs> okay. God, I can see that meme so clearly. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. Tyrion leaves his meeting with Pycelle and talks to Bronn. And Bronn is looking at some people training, and Tyrion says, Hey, there's fat asses over there, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really part of the plot, but I think it's very funny, so I am including it. Alright. There is there is a knight who has three eyes on his shield. I oh yeah, I, this probably doesn't mean anything. I think it really doesn't, yeah. It's just... Sometimes things don't mean anything. <laughs> he never is mentioned again. What's his name? Talad? Yeah, Talad. Talad, yeah. He's just a lad. He's a tall lad. He's a tall lad, yeah. <laughs> oh, tall lad, yeah. yeah. Bronn's mm. like, oh, you, you can see how he's fighting. He does the same three things over and over again. So he's just, like, pressing Cringe. the same three buttons on yeah. his controller. Fucking button to do the the same me. combos, yeah. This is George's self-insert. He's just doing the same three moves over and over. <laughs> the whole book. Okay. All right. Uh, Bronn is being <laughs> Tyrion's secretary again, and he says, oh, you have so many meetings planned today. Lady Tando wants to see you, and Tyrion says, I don't want to have her snacks and her, or her daughter. And Bronn says, mm, maybe I will. We'll think about <laughs> Wait, is the later. fuck you dwarf thing in this one? No, it was in the last one. No, you already said okay. it. Okay, okay. I just don't know if I said it too soon. All right. No, you were right. Bronn and Tyrion just be hanging out. They're the absolute lads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. True. Tyrion has a bunch of messages, and he basically just sends them off to other people to worry about. Because uh, Tyrion has his own missions to take care of. Uh, the one important one is uh, there's a messenger from the wall who wants to show them a rotted jar in a hand. Uh. And, <laughs> a rotted hand in a jar. Yeah. Rotted hand in a jar, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Okay. And Tyrion says, uh, is it my good friend Yorin? And Bronn says, no, it's actually it's Alistair Thorin. And Tyrion says, fuck, I hate that guy. <laughs> Maybe I won't meet with him after all. Put it, put him in a stinky cage, and maybe I'll talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, he says, "Let the hand rot a bit more," which is you're the hand, dude. Ooh. Do you not yeah. know metaphor? Ooh. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He, he, he's not in eight in an eighth grade book report. So. <laughs> Yeah. Now Cersei is here. Don't don't worry about it. it it's so funny that they sent Alyssa Thorne down so that him and John wouldn't fight, and instead him and Tyrion it's are like so fucking basically serious. fighting. Yeah, good yeah, game, we'll, we'll Gior. Yeah, yeah. If it was like literally anyone in charge here besides Tyrion, they'd be like eh, Alyssa Thorne. I don't know that guy, but Tyrion's yeah. like oh that yeah. fucking guy. Or if oh, they had sent literally anyone but Alyssa Thorne. Yeah, that's true. Also, Tyrion is just not doing his job because he doesn't <laughs> like the person he would have to talk to. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is relatable, but he's still yeah. the hand of the fucking king. Yeah, I mean, who cares about a rotted hand in a jar, really? Yeah. yeah. Ned would, Ned I mean, would I, never. I wouldn't want to look at it, but... I mean, wasn't there that thing where, like, 
Hillary Clinton uh, withheld sex from Bill Clinton mm. for like two weeks, and then he had to bomb some yeah. country to get her to have sex with him again. Like, yeah, no, no, that's what the what? that's what the first call he returned from from him. Like she was like not even on speaking terms with him until she uh, okay she begged her to start the war. <laughs> Oof, cool story. That's a real thing that happened. It is like literally in like either Hillary's on or Bill's um, by official biography, so it's good shit. Amazing. Love to see it. A rotten hand in a jar isn't very impressive, but what if you had an entire White Walker? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I would also not be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> what if King's Landing was in the desert suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> it's climate change. If they brought down that dude in the sex weights white tank, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, they'd, they'd have to pay attention. Come on. Damn. He's so erotic. How can you not be looking at him? <laughs> He's putting the yeah, small Yeah, he winked on. at me. I'm just saying I would be a bit overcome by that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. Cersei is here for some reason. Cersei's on a horse, and she has a lot of friends. And Cersei says... I'm looking at the defenses of the castle because I give a shit, Tyrion, unlike some people I know, Tyrion. And basically they just fucking snipe at each other for a while about, oh, Storm's End, oh, Renly, oh, Stannis, there's problem, I hate you, why did Dad do this, go save Jamie, blah blah blah. We know these things already, but they do say them. Next, uh, Tyrion has his, his next part of his trick, Tyrion's trick two. Uh, talking to Littlefinger, and he offers Littlefinger a cool idea, which is we need uh, Lysa Aaron to help us, and you can do that because you know her from childhood. And Peter says, "Yeah, I sure do know her." Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, Tyrion's offer is you go to Lysa Aaron and get her to be on our side, and in return. Her little sweet boy can marry Marcella, and won't that be good? And Peter you do said, realize that it means I'll have to fuck, right? <laughs> and Tyrion says, "Oh boy, I think you can manage." Yeah, he he likes tells the. Just so you know, I'll be fucking. <laughs> 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 but not only that, he's like, I told Ned back in the day that. If you need to fuck an ugly woman, you just close your eyes and get on with it. So now I will have to do that. <laughs> yeah, he's recycling his fucking shitty joke because Ned didn't laugh. <laughs> I think Tyrion will like, like this telling one. the same yeah. joke to everyone he meets. Like, please listen to how funny and clever this is. Have you met my merchant friend from Liz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he found this joke very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I find it so hard to believe whenever they say that. Littlefinger is everyone's friend. No one fucking likes this guy, dude. Yeah, I think no I have actually developed a, him, yeah. developed a new interpretation of that phrase where they say Littlefinger is everyone's friend because I think it what it actually means is that everyone thinks that everyone else besides me likes Littlefinger. I hate his guts, <laughs> but everyone else he's seems just to lying be about having with fun with people. Yeah. yeah. But, like, everyone thinks this. Like, everyone thinks that I'm the only one who's pretending to like him. Everyone else actually likes him. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone thinks they are the only one who, who like, uh, have him figured out. That everyone yeah. has figured him out. Yeah. But everyone believes that others don't have him figured out. And that's 
wow, British is like three-dimensional political chess. Tyrion is like, uh, this guy was born poor, so anything he tries to do will not work, so I can just use him for myself. And I assume that's what mm -hmm. all the rich people think of him, and that's kind of why he stays winning. Well, Tyrion's like, I alone have figured out that he is suspicious and maybe evil, and Littlefinger's just like prancing about, twirling his mustache, being like, oh, I'm yeah. so evil. <laughs> Doesn't he stroke his beard in that in the yeah. last yes. chapter? His, his little pointed all the time. His little pointed beard. His I'm an evil man beard. Yeah, the kind of beard that only evil men can grow. It's like the devil's beard. You yeah, know, exactly. The one that they always give like. I mean, Satan. we we learned that he is basically a hedge fund manager, like trading in mm -hmm. like stocks. What if he was a hedge wizard manager? <laughs> <laughs> Maester Lewin gets a fucking letter that's like, Hi, you have leveled slander against my client. <laughs> I will see you in court. Littlefinger says, The money is not in brothels anymore, it is in hedge wizards. <laughs> I do like how, not to get serious about politics here for a second, but I, I do like how at the, in like, the early episodes of this podcast we talked about how Littlefinger looks like Mayor Pete in one of those <laughs> drawings, and in this one, Tyrion literally like literally remembers how uh, he had high hopes. How yeah, <laughs> how <laughs> Littlefinger made the bread prices go up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And he offers him. Okay, so here's the actual plot: is in return for uh, Littlefinger getting Lysa to help them, he will get to have hair in Hall, which is. Uh, his high hopes for Harrenhal. <laughs> yeah. I swear they mentioned Harrenhal in literally every single chapter. Yeah, I wonder if it's cursed. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe. Yeah, so anyway, little uh, Tyrion is like, uh, Littlefinger, he wants to not be interested, but actually this will make him very powerful, and that's all he's ever wanted. So he will definitely take the bait on this. And he does. And Tyrion says, do you know what the next number is? Why, yes, it's two. Yeah, and Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion's next. Tyrion goes right from that meeting to the next one, which is, of course, with his best friend Varys. And Varys says, "I've heard that you're doing some plots. I'm interested in getting in on that." Wait, am I getting confused about the plots? Oh no, here we go. I see. He basically is just like. Oh, well, what am I plotting? And Varys is like, you're plotting this and this. And he's like, yeah. yep. Because I think we, I guess we didn't really know that the letters that they were sending to Dorne were offering Myrcella. Did we know that? No. He didn't say it to, no, he didn't say it no, to Myrcella. No, he Pysel. doesn't say. But yeah, so there's, yeah. he's offering Myrcella to Doran and Lisa, Lysa. And Varys says, uh, what little trick is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so he, Varys guesses that he's offering Tommen to Doran because... Oh, you're right. Yeah. Because he puts together that you can't offer Marcella to both, but really he did that, and the offer to Lysa just never went through. Right. But that's spoilers, fuck. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're Whatever. just We're just getting it all straight. It's spoilers for like two chapters later, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, as I understand it, like uh, Varys already knows what was talked about in the meeting with Littlefinger, right? So yeah. he knows that yeah. Tyrion is 
planning to offer yeah. Marcelo. Yeah, which is why Tyrion's yeah. trick fucking sucks. This is what I'm saying. All right, we'll get to the end of the trick, and then we'll talk about the trick. So, so I mean, yeah. it is smart. It is smart of him to, because he has he knows that Varys is watching both meetings, but one of them is said out loud and one isn't. So he tricks Varys in that way. Does he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does trick Varys here. I mean, it's not like um, I don't know. It's like it's fairly smart. So, anyway, so Varys is the three. So we have. Let's lay out Tyrion's trick. Tyrion has told his three best friends three different stories, and the stories are, one, to Maester Pycelle, it's a letter about sending... Okay, I'm gonna get this straight. It's not... He doesn't know. No, they don't know just, anything about the letter. He just says Here's to Maester Pycelle, to Doran. here, let us send them to Doran. Yeah. Oh, I assumed Maester Pycelle read the letters. Okay. Yeah, yeah me too. Like, I assume that... He will. He will look in, into the letter. Okay. I guess Here that's are the, the letters trick, like... for Cersei. Well, that's that's what Tyrion's Marcel. counting on. Is that? But but the point is, is that Varys wouldn't have heard because it wasn't said out loud. No, no, no. don't. Let's not yeah. talk about this. We're gonna get the trick laid out first. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. Tyrion the trick gives a letter we... to Maester Pycelle to okay. send to Dorne, and oh. that's all we know about it. He gives right? him two yes. letters, so he yeah, can he like break letters. the seal on one of them and just. Have it disappear yeah. and say, okay, like, one was lost. Yeah, in, very sneaky. Like, one one raven was just lost on the way. And and in that letter, it says, sending Marcella to Dorne. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Next letter. Littlefinger will go to Lysa and send Marcella to the Aarons instead. Uh, yes. Number three. Yeah. This is where I'm not understanding completely. Mm-hmm. Varys says, I know about your two meetings. I know that you said... That we will send Marcella to the Airy. So the other one must be sending Tommen to Dorne? Yes. Why? Why does that have because, to be what the letter is about? Uh, because it's about showing up an alliance. They, they talk about there's how, no like... no other way that can be done. There's no marriages. There's no anything. It has to be sending Tommen to Dorne. Uh, yeah, because Tommen would be the marriage to... Uh... I mean, How is that a Mary, trick, though? Mary Cersei, <laughs> Mary Tyrion, Mary Jamie. I guess not Jamie, but I don't know. I mean, like the uh, it seems like a little princess, bit too much but... deduction, in my opinion. So the well, this is why I was saying like the trick on Varys. It's because it is part of the setup. So he basically he gets them each to think different things, but it yeah. takes uh, more tricking on Varys's part. Yeah. So that's why he has to do like the double blind part with the uh, one in the letter, because they each have like two pieces of information: who they're trading and who it's going to. So Varys thinks Tommen and Dorne, uh, Littlefinger thinks Marcella and and Eerie, and Pycelle will figure out from the letter uh, Marcella and Dorne. So whoever, whatever Cersei comes back to him yeah. with then he'll know who tattled yeah he wants to know who's gonna tell cersei stuff so he has to like get them unique he ideas doesn't. he does what if cersei Ver- comes back with lisa and marcella two people know that uh lisa and marcella no because only one person knows lisa and marcella and the other person knows uh but varus knows yeah, about Varys lisa knows that as well. and littlefinger knows that oh uh, yeah you're right <laughs> I mean, I guess, but well, but it would be that if 
It would if... narrow it down a little bit, I guess. Yeah, if Cersei <laughs> comes back, if she knows one, then she'd know the other. So she yeah. would know if if Varys told yeah, her, he Varys would tell her. Yeah, Varys doesn't have to tell her because Varys knows that Littlefinger knows. So why would he say both? He would just say the one that was most likely know. to get him in trouble. I mean, it's it's like a very mediocre trick. It's a shitty um, trick. Also, sorry, I do have to say that that's not what a double blind is. Sorry, I just don't want to get any I'm emails. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if, if Varys would, like, really inform on Cersei, he would tell her both, like, if he is her informant. Well, Kay just said that he knows that what Littlefinger knows, so he could withhold half of it to be not suspicious. Yeah, he could totally, like, get Littlefinger in trouble on purpose, right? Yeah. I think, honestly, Tyrion is purely lucky that this trick works. Yeah. Because if either of the <laughs> other two people were the informants, he wouldn't know anything. But also, Pyser is so obviously the one, like... Yeah, Pyser he's fucking, yeah. Wedding buckets all the times. He's licking Cersei's <laughs> yeah. boots whenever he gets the chance. It's like, Tyrion goes in and he's, like, shoving his t-shirt into a bag that just says Cersei Simp on it, and he's just like, just don't look at that. Yeah. Don't look at that. Tyrion, I mean, I do think Tyrion, like, kind of waited his chances here, because, like, he does, uh, I, I don't know, I feel like the ones he trusts the less were already uh, Littlefinger and Pycelle, but... I don't know. Yeah, all I'm saying is this isn't the fucking brain genius plot that he clearly thinks it is. I just think, yeah. Yeah, it's I not that Because he could easily be reverse tricked in this scenario. Totally, yeah. By Varys. <laughs> reverse tricked, yeah. I play my reverse card. It's, it's really just that Varys is like on on such a so much higher brain level here than Tyrion. Yeah. Or like just the entire yeah. time. Like It's just not going to work on him. It's because he shaves his head. He can get all the yeah. energy from the universe. <laughs> Famously. It looks like the moon, so it's getting all the um, yeah. all the moon powers. Right. Do we have any more things to say about this chapter that aren't spoilers? I think that I do. Well, this the one that I have... We already said like that Pycelle is guilty. Can I just say this spoiler? Because mm. it's, like, it's in there in the chapter that he only sees one bird go. So he should have just known. <laughs> he should have just known right then, because he only saw one bird leave. Well, the other bird is slow. Well, the other, he yeah. could still be attaching it to the other yeah, bird. Yeah, what if Pycelle just put two notes on one bird? Come on. But then yeah, he would have mentioned the efficiency. second bird. He only says, he says, oh, that's a bird, and then he goes and steals uh, poison. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did oh, steal yeah. poison. We should probably mention he that. He gets, mm -hmm. gets the tummy hurt juice, yeah. Yeah, he steals the uh, epicac or whatever, I don't know. So Pycelle is really stupid because he could just have sent the second bird without the message. Also true. Yeah. No, Pycelle well, is not good at plots at all. He's a fucking <laughs> He's a old man. fucking idiot, dude. He's like the lowest tier of plotter. He's like... Even below Tyrion, to be honest. Yeah, he's it's, even below Cersei. Sad. Like, he, at least yeah. Cersei came up with the idea to tear people's tongues out. Pycelle is just like, huh, <laughs> yeah, that does like sound it. like a good idea. No, tongues, I like it. Cersei came up with the idea of if we give Robert really strong alcohol, he'll just kill himself on a board. Cersei was right. <laughs> She's all right. You gotta hand it to her. She yeah. at least got points for originality. Pycelle's. Just... He will. He will run directly onto a boar's face. <laughs> I do like, like, speaking of uh, Tyrion's intelligence, mm -hmm. I uh, I do like how how his chapters, like, if you're not fucking uh, David Benioff, then it should be, like, extremely obvious to you how 
Tyrion is the kind of character who thinks of himself as the main character, even though he's like extremely not. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is George's favorite character. Fuck George. <laughs> How dare he say that to me? George, George will come up to me and spit in my face and say Tyrion is my favorite character and also Asha Greyjoy is straight. <laughs> and I just fall to my knees instantly. It's a killing blow. Whatever. What else? Happens? I think I said, I said this in in our uh, awards episode that Tyrion on the on the second read it's so much more obvious. That yeah, he's yeah. not as smart as he seems because when you when you read these chapters first, like a lot of his like little jokes and rebuttals are kind of funny the first time you read them. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, that that was kind of a, a clever comeback or something. But the second time they just don't hit you like that anymore. Yeah. It's just oh god, like this again. Like, yeah, Tyrion's chapters. It's, it's not that funny, dude. I think George yeah, writes Tyrion's chapters in a really interesting way, where like the things that aren't characters talking will still have jokes, and I think yeah. that's really interesting because I don't think any of the other chapters have things like that. Where I'm trying to think of like a like find a direct Th- Theon's. Example. I think Theon's is almost similar. It's less jokes and more like derisive comments, yeah. but similar in that way. I think. Mm-mm. I'm trying to find, like, a direct example, but, like, if I was to, like, pull one out of my head, it would be, like, you know, Tyrion said, oh, I love you, he said lying, or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. where the description of the book is, like, the joke itself. There's a great one where it's, um, uh, when he's talking to Littlefinger, and Littlefinger's like, yeah, Lisa's having, Lisa Aaron is having terrible problems with the mountain men who have been armed. Yeah. And, and Tyrion's like, is she, said Tyrion, who armed them? Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Like, those jokes are not in a fucking John chapter, but they're also not, like, Tyrion talking. It's like George being like, these chapters are funny, and you like mm. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there was the one, like, small line a few chapters back where it was just, uh, uh, he says something, and then he lied. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's it's fun to read, but it does really make yeah. it seem like George is delighting in writing these chapters more. Mm. I I can yeah. I can see that Tyrion is maybe George's pet favorite. Yeah, I do think there's like an element to his writing, like an aspect of his writing, where it's like something like a brand chapter or something that's like a little more outside his comfort zone. You can really feel him trying really hard, yeah. but with Tyrion. Yeah. It's like a little bit more comfort zone, maybe, and uh, and he said like things like, oh, you know, the one little quip that he says that is uh, so witty. It took me like a week to come up with that, yeah. but like I don't know, this stuff seems like he's having, yeah, he's having like so much fun that he's just throwing down whatever, and like there's other chapters that are a lot more like economic and and stuff like other POVs. Yeah, I that, think that makes a lot of sense. Where, yeah, he's, like, struggle bussing through it, but it kind of comes to a better product. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's why Tyrion has so many fucking chapters. He's just like, I gotta pad the book out. I need to take some me time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alright, do we have any more to say about Tyrion? Yeah, I have one one thing underlined that isn't anything, but I will still say it is where, where they're talking about, you know, being invited by Lady Tanda. And then Tyrion says, perhaps you should eat the goose and marry the maid, or better still, send Shaga. And then Bronn says, Shaga's more like to eat the maid and marry the goose. So, Shaga confirmed eat pussy? Oh! 
Oh, I didn't even realize that. I think that. that's yeah. confirmed. Damn, Lawless, well, get it. I have to admit I laughed at that line because it's just so stupid and doesn't make any sense, really. <laughs> Braun and Tyrion are just but, fucking yeah. two guys out on the town. <laughs> just, just two a lads. Bunch of, having... A bunch of likely lads out on the town having a good time. Tyrion says, you damn, Braun, did you see those sexy ladies? <laughs> Like out of out of bits, uh, if if we like leave the bit zone here for a second, I do think that Braun in the books is like actually funnier than in the show. I like him. Oh yeah. Yes. I kind of like him. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's funny and scary. Like the yeah. things. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's good. He's neither in the yeah. show. I like that he's somehow Tyrion's secretary now. He's scheduling his appointments. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dwarf. <laughs> Oh, you have these emails that you have to reply to. Yeah, Lady Tanda emailed you again. I left it on red. I didn't reply. (laughs) Do not reply. (laughs) Oh, Podrick was in this chapter. Yeah, I also like the the little bit with Pycelle and how disgusting his breakfast is. Tyrion has (laughs) to complain about every single... Yeah, he's like, this isn't got enough salt. Yeah, the, the... Oh, this egg that comes straight out of the shell isn't salty enough for you, Tyrion. How? Hmm, why could that yeah. be? <laughs> yeah, there's kind of this undercurrent of the King's Landing chapters where Tyrion is like eating a bunch and blah blah blah, and like almost everyone he meets is like, uh, "The poor people are fucking starving and rioting and shit." Yeah. And Tyrion's yeah. like, "Damn, sucks to be poor." Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned there's not enough honey in my porridge. Can you imagine? Like, I'm yeah. I'm the real victim here. Yeah, I think, is it Bron mentions that a bunch of people shoved, like, a baker into an oven and cooked him alive? But they didn't eat him yet. Yeah. But they didn't eat him, and Tyrion's like, next time they will. Mm. I hope this doesn't Which is either. how King's Landing is. Yeah, King's Landing is having a fucking normal one. Yeah, so, great to be a noble person. I mean, I, I guess he ha- at least is kind of, okay, we have to uh, get this under control, so not to have, an, have like, uh, the, the people rebel against us. So, mm-hmm. mm. at the very least, he's he's concerned in that regard. <sighs> a little, but he's being such a dickhead about it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cersei, Cersei would just have been okay. Let them starve. Like uh, I don't care. Yeah. Give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should say this now because, like, we're gonna point back to this probably later. That like the way Tyrion rules, like he yeah, he goes on like this list of things he's doing to try and bring food into the city. He's like letting people go into the Kingswood, which is normally just for the lords to hunt. He's like trying to build more ships for fishing, blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, like you're doing those things, but you don't you're not like public about it. Nobody knows. And like mm-hmm. everybody's blaming him. And later on uh I guess this is, that's spoilers, never mind. But it, this is just something that's gonna come up later that like he is ruling fairly well in some respects, but it's just in a way where he is like already so convinced that people will hate him that he doesn't even try to put on a good political face. Yeah. yeah. Should we like go immediately into the spoiler zone because I, we, then you can just continue on this? Let me see if I have any more non-spoiler things to say. I think you wanted to say something about Podrick. Oh, he was just baby, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can go to the spoiler zone. It's not a spoiler that Podrick is a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we got that out. (laughs) People need to know.
Welcome to the Spoiler Zone. Presenting the Spoiler Zone. Presenting. Now in high definition, it's the Spoiler Zone. Now playing at your local theater. Spoiler Zone. <laughs> Do not go to the theater. Do not go outside. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not gonna put in like extra music or whatever, because this was already perfect. Yeah. I usually, I don't know, I try to, like, lead into something and, like, just have it fade into some music. But anyway. <laughs> I just didn't even bother with the last one because you already sang a song, so. <laughs> oh, damn it. I wanted to hear the actual song. Because it's, like, I don't know, at least to me, this is, I'm going to cut this out, but, like, at least to me that, like, I think it's funny to, like, contrast the, like, actual having a song to, like, us goofing around but anyway <laughs> maybe it is but it's more effort to edit sure anyway those are dip into com- comedy theory but Tyrion, i don't know i guess i i've kind of said everything that like you know <laughs> what are we laughing at you, you said everything yeah so they were like, we gotta get to the spoiler zone. I have a lot to say about this. We need to get into the spoiler zone right now. <laughs> Maybe actually I've said everything. Basically said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so, you know, later on he's gonna be, like, walking through the streets and there's gonna be those preachers that are like, oh, the monkey demon who's whispering in the king's ear and they're corrupting him and he's like, I'm the monkey demon? I'm Me? monkey? <laughs> 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 and, and like he knows about it but he just like doesn't do anything to address it like even a, a political way like he, you know you could have the like self-hate but still put on like a happy face for the public but he just can't get past it and you know it's gonna boil into his outburst at his trial that's like i wish i was the monster you you all think yeah. i am like I want to mm-hmm. poison you all and kill everyone because you guys have treated me this way. And it's like, well, yeah, you have been treated badly, but like you could, you can affect that. You can affect you. Yeah, I don't know. Tyrion, Tyrion chapters are a lot like Sam chapters, I think, where it's just like all this self-hating shit. Like every single sentence is like, oh, I'm waddling. Oh, I'm cramping. Oh, I'm, I'm small and everyone hates it. Oh, my cape is a half cape on a tall man. I'm like, dude. Uh-huh. You have so many problems. Your problems are because yeah. of you. He says on a normal man. Yeah. Which is, I think, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. an abnormal man. I'm a twisted little freak and everyone hates me. There's even the, the little bit in, the, in yeah, his first too. chapter where uh, one of the armorers like, uh, proposes to make him, Some make cool him armor. an armor and put a demon's head on it. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, what, what does it say of me that he wants to... What if the guy who got the helmet that was just a big fist was like, oh, what does it say of me? <laughs> that he would put a big fist on my helmet. What does it say about him? I'm intrigued. Yeah, exactly. Like, a demon's head is metal as fuck. Why, why are you yeah. complaining, dude? <laughs> All right. I actually have a spoiler thing to say this week, which is Tyrion says, what if I gave her John Aaron's true killer? And Littlefinger sits up and says, no, yeah. oh, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I confess." You he literally says, "I confess." You make me kiss. Yeah. 
<laughs> I wonder if this yeah. is. <laughs> Littlefinger, yeah. Any chance he gets, he'll. Littlefinger just... is having. Littlefinger is the fucking serial killer who's like, God, I'm so bored that they haven't caught me. I need to give them more clues. Yeah. Literally. He's just yeah. doing like Hannibal puns the whole time where he's like, oh, I had a friend over for dinner. He said he killed that guy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tyrion, you had all the clues. <laughs> there's is the line, or like, there's the little thought thing where he's thinking about the knife, and he's like, "Oh yeah, the fucking knife." Oh, mm. he knows, mm. and I, he, he knows, knows I and know. he knows I know, and he thinks I can't do anything. But he actually, and he he's right. He can't do anything because yeah. Tyrion mm-hmm. nobody understands finance. Yeah, he's a little idiot. The way we read these books like super slow with like three chapters a week, but sometimes only two and sometimes only one makes me like even less interested in the knife mystery. (laughs) (laughs) George is not interested in the knife mystery either, dude. The Mm. knife doesn't matter. It was... It was so significant in the first book yeah, and like caused so it up many problems, but now like... he's like, remember the knife? George, just let the like knife Everyone go. already forgot Dude, about it. Stop Why trying to make knife up? happen. It's not going <laughs> to happen. I think it is like, yeah, it's kind of thinly papered over that. I mean, because Tyrion hasn't forgot. He got fucking yeah. put in sky jail yeah. for it for like a yeah. month or whatever. Yeah, he got those epic beans. Yeah, <laughs> he got beaned. And, uh... You just got beaned. <laughs> <laughs> but he just doesn't do anything here because he is like oh it would take too much time to like take over little fingers like infrastructure that he set up so yeah. i just won't do anything maybe once he's in heron hall we can make some yeah. progress or something i don't know is little finger really just a, a shithead or is it a power play to to show you show the knife off here maybe? Both, probably. Yeah. It's, it's he's a shithead. He like yeah. loves gloating. Like he cannot get enough. Yeah. Of, I, mean, uh, I think. I mean, he's just wearing the knife. But I think like he's using the knife as a status symbol, obviously, because it's Valyrian steel. So like he acts like he doesn't care about the knife. He's oh, it's a trifle plan. Mm. I think he uses this knife a lot and shows it off to make himself seem more powerful than he is. No, he loves this knife. This is the knife that he fucked like the people over that mm. he yeah. wanted to fuck over for years. This is the knife that he put to Ned Stark's throat. He loves this he knife. He tucks it in, and... in bed next to him. He says goodnight. Yeah. yeah. My special knife. He, like, pets it and says, remember when I held you and said the epic line to my arch nemesis that cucked me? Mm-hmm. It's so fucking funny that Ned is his arch nemesis. Like, it should just be Brandon yeah. Stark. But... Ned is because yeah. Ned's just like, who are you? Ned slotted into the nemesis role. Yeah, this is the line where he's like, "Oh, I had, I had both Cersei, they had both Cat and Lysa's maiden heads as well." And Tyrion's like, "I don't even know if yeah. that's true anymore." Tyrion, I'm, I'm fairly certain that it's false. a lie, but damn, this guy's good yeah. at lying. He's like, "Life is nothing but lies." Damn, like ain't it, ain't it deep? It does, doesn't doesn't Littlefinger kind of believe it himself? Yeah, no, yeah. he does. Yeah. He, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I guess he does believe it himself, that's true. No, I was just gonna say this, uh, the little finger remind, thing reminds me of, like, I think in Adventure Brothers it's, like, the, the like, main villain, quote-unquote, is, like, super upset that 
that Dr. Venture doesn't consider him his arch nemesis and he really wants to be his arch nemesis really hard and it's super sad actually but i don't really feel sad for little finger so are you talking about the monarch yeah <laughs> i I love that show <laughs> whenever we were talking about osha's little little empty purse <laughs> boobies <laughs> do you remember the part in venture brothers whatever <laughs> Uh, Hunter Gathers and Brock are like flying in a plane away from a strip club and they're talking about this one dancer's boobs and they're like, that woman had mournful tits. It was like two suicide notes taped to her chest. <laughs> they like go on and on and it's just fucking hilarious. I do like the concept of mournful tits. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Hornwood has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, kind of objectifying or whatever, but it's just hilarious. Alright, let's see if I have any other spoilers. Bronn could marry Lawless. What about that? That would be pretty fucked up. He 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 does that. He does that. He's, he's gonna mm. do it. Yeah. I like yeah, he is it's gonna so do that interesting that Braun is just like completely opportunistic but kind of in a way that's just like you guys think this would be bad but actually it's fine and you guys are fucking stupid yeah like yeah. like Tyrion could be eating fucking delicious feasts all day long but he's like oh the girl is not that pretty so I won't and Braun's like hey I'll take the feast and the girl come on dude yeah <laughs> he's just he's down for whatever Damn. He's down to clown. Yeah. I love a dude who's down for whatever. Tyrion <laughs> is like, oh, I'm ugly. I'm an ugly dwarf and no one loves me. But he's also like, well, I will. Uh, I only want really, really attractive yeah. women fucking to be Tyrion, interested in me. You better be... Fuck, what is it that those fucking incel boys say? You better be, like, looks matching, Tyrion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <All> right. <laughs> What other spoilers? Um, uh, you want to talk about Osha taking a little swim? Sure. Is it like a myth thing? Uh, myth stuff. If you have plot spoilers, go ahead. Because I don't know. Yeah, I was just going to say, fucked up what happens to Lady Hornwood in the yeah. end, right? Yeah. Just going to say, I, I hope oh, she, yeah. she's really happy with her new husband, wherever it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. I can't believe that in just, like, two paragraphs, I was like, oh my god, Lady Hornwood and Sir Roderick need to get married right now, and this is all I care about. I know that it won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Roderick, just go for it, please. Oh man. Shoot your shot, please. dude. Come on. Yeah. You only live once. I like that it says that Roderick had been married three times. Like damn, this is yeah. the most eligible bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's this it's this side whiskers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Really turn on. Oh yeah. The ladies love a bushy beard, but only on the sides. You have to keep the bottom area clear for kissing. <laughs> it's the landing zone okay i have like very small uh myth things that probably don't mean anything but i still underline them so before you get to your real thing i will point out that there's a there's a scene where Tyrion is peeling an egg mm-hmm. is that a moon mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes He's just having breakfast <laughs> no it's a moon next you're correct it is a moon Shards of egg, yes. <laughs> there's a 
There's a scene where Cersei is described as green. Yes, this one is real. The green goddess. Yeah, exactly. Cersei is a goddess yeah. in green. Yeah, goddess in green. Why goddess? Because she's hot. Tyrion's like, damn, my sister has got it going on a little bit. <laughs> like getting a spray bottle and spraying all the Lannisters. Like, Stop no. looking at your sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, horny. Whenever they look at a sibling, it's just, no, no. Yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's... Uh... She's always wearing green. She's got green eyes. Like, uh, I mean, Jamie does too, and most of the Lannisters do, I think. Um, Tywin, or Tyrion has one green eye and one black eye, but, but Cersei, yeah, she's like a lioness, so she's a cat woman. She's got all the green stuff. There's a lot of, like, icy language that's sometimes applied to her that, so, she's, yeah, just like a, one of the, like, weirwood, goddess archetypes the like mm-hmm. she's a moon lady mm-hmm. like elf woman child of the forest nissa nissa okay so in bran this is an entirely different thing but like you mentioned that bran is bread mm-hmm. yeah and there's a, there's a there's a there's a part where it says one time holder smelled hot bread baking and ran to the <laughs> kitchens and bran got such a crack that maester lewin had to sew up his cob <laughs> is that anything bran got a crack and Stuff came in out. His egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was say the bread egg. is the bread is baking, so it's mm-hmm. like fire. And then Bran hitting his head on the on the door is. I do actually think that like Bran's head cracking open and Lewin sewing it shut is like Bran trying to get his Raven powers and Lewin being mm. like the powers are mm. fake. Huh. That's oh, good. Fuck. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's that's true because I've it's in this dream that he has that he like the raven is literally it pokes out its mm. his two eyes and then breaks open his forehead and starts pulling bits of brain out yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. and like just like um, how Tyrion is cracking open an egg mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it, it is literally <laughs> yeah. the next page like those pages are touching yeah and i already i pointed it out because there was the chapter a while ago that I think it was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, where where Jorah's no, so Gior's bird the Gior is also pulls doing stuff this, yeah. out of yeah, pulls yeah. stuff out of an egg. Yeah, the imagery yeah. in this was really similar. Where it's like yeah. it's slimy it's pulling slimy bits out. Mm. I think that a head is an egg. And a moon. Just like a face. You can have a moon face. I mean it's literally likened to like that the egg reminds Tyrion of Pycelle's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in our yeah. list, remember moon, egg, and add head to that list because mm-hmm. oh. it's confirmed. Yeah. Was it not in there already? Well, now it is. I don't think so, but yeah, it should have been. Okay. In there. It's also an eye. Because like Varys had a head like an egg, famously. Damn, he do be having egg mm-hmm. head. Yeah. I, oh, and you mentioned um, Moore's crow food. Yeah. So similar thing happens with that too. He, the crow pecks out his eye, and then he puts yeah. a bit of dragon glass in there. Both of the Umber uncles are like, they're like wearing white bear skins, and they have like big white beards. Yeah, they're white boys. So they're like, I think we can throw them in. I've been kind of focusing more on this archetype of like the old man who is like associated with Weirwood somehow. So there's like Varys, there's uh, Pycelle, there's uh, Crescent, um, there's these two old guys. Gior in some senses. Mm-hmm. Even Lewin to an extent, because Lewin gets like 
sacrificed to the heart tree at the end of this book. But it's kind of hard to tell, like, what they're telling us. They're, I don't know if they're, like... Because the, even they have, like, all, you know, Varys and Pycelle are opposed. Crescent and... Uh, or no, wait. Crescent was, like, I don't know, kind of antagonistic towards this and this uh, character, Mal. Mm-hmm. And then... So, like, I don't know if they're, like, showing us the green men, like, original green series, or if they're, like, something else. Like, the newer green series that are he- mostly humans. I don't know. No, we'll figure it out. We're only a little way into the second book. I'm sure we can crack all the mysteries. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, crack crack them like an egg. <laughs> as long as we are just noting them as we go, we can make the connections. There's, there's a part where somebody says, does your wolf have steel teeth to bite through plate and mail? I feel like that must mean something, but I'm not sure what. Just the way he says it feels like a metaphor. <laughs> we can think about this one, too. Um... What what would be a steel-toothed wolf? Think about this for later. This is the one that we'll think on and come back to next week. I mean, I think that's just John's sword, right? Mmm. Ew. Interesting. All right. Just just note that one down. Sometimes okay. I, I read a sentence and I'm like, this is something, but I don't know what. <laughs> Once we get to the end, I'll know, though. All right, let's talk about... Talk about I was just taking a swimmy swim. Okay. Must we? <laughs> <laughs> so whenever they're like Bran shows up and there's the ripples in the water, but he doesn't know where they're from at first. But he's looking at the reflection of the weirwood in the pond, mm-hmm. and it says it. Uh, the words "shimmer" and "dance" are used, which is words that he uses for flames and fire a lot. So basically, like Osha entering the pool, the like scrying pool has, like, animated the weirwood and made it all fiery. It's, like, unfrozen mm-hmm. it for a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, Nissa Nissa entering the weirwood net and setting it on fire and animating it. Mm-hmm. And then whenever she pops out and Bran's like, how did you swim in there? It's, like, really cold. And she says, like, you know, I grew up in the north. And she's, <laughs> the line she says is funny. Is she's like, I, as a babe, I, like, suckled on icicles or something. Yeah, yeah I underlined that. That was I like that line. I found it a bit weird because in in other chapters we learn that like there are hot pools that under Winterfell and like the the ponds in the in the Godswood mm-hmm. are hot. So why is this one cold? Is it not connected to to like the under other underwater yeah, streams? Yeah, I was confused like, is it as well. Somewhat separate. It's weird. They're not connected. This one doesn't have a bottom. So. Yeah. So, uh, so what it is it connected connect. to? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you you mentioned something like I don't know if it was on the show in the pre-show that uh, you think there is an a connection to like even the Blood Raven tree in the north somehow. Yeah, well, which might be physical or somewhat I don't know portal-like or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if it. Would, I mean, that like, was my idea. Yeah, I don't know if it'd be literally like something that would alter space-time or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I don't know how else they're fucking getting down to Winterfell. And I li- I really like the idea of Mira, like, building a boat and they go on an underground river ride. Ooh. Because she knows how to build a boat and that, that would be, like, I think it would be symbolically uh, appropriate because Mira is, like, 
helping Bran navigate the Weirwood Caves with her special skill. God, going on a fucking underground boat thing is so fucking symbolic <laughs> through, like, all symbolisms. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see it. I mean, so th- that's actually a similar thing as to this thing with Osha and the icicles. So, like, Osha says she can swim in the pool because she has, like, she's connected to the cold already. She grew up in the cold. So, like, that's why she can navigate the, like, cold water. So, like, with Patchface, he had to be given the gift of being able to breathe underwater, but Osha can... She can't breathe underwater, but she mm-hmm. can stay in the cold because it's in her nature already, which is what we yeah. think about Nissa Nissa being, like, already uh, connected oh, to right. the Weirwoods. There's, like, stuff of her, like, being a Catwoman. That's right. Yeah. So that with Mira, there'd be a similar thing where it's, like, because she's a reed, she knows how to build boats, and that would help them navigate the thing. And she know she knows how to, to navigate, like... Uh waterways that that others couldn't or that maybe are even somewhat magical and and treacherous that are underground yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know that idea is like it's out there but yeah it might happen i really like the reeds what if they fucking died and left and no one cared about them (laughs) what if they got blown up by uh by a fire grenade. What if I fucking launched a nuke <laughs> at Jojen Reed and exploded him atomically? Dude, that uh, scene is so funny because there's just... <laughs> how are they going to make paste out of that boy? Yeah. yeah. How, what if you want to make paste but really quickly, you know? It's just like a comedy scene because he's laying there and the white is just stabbing him in the stomach in the same spot over and over again. <laughs> and then it keeps cutting back and forth to Brandon Mira running and then it cuts back to him being stabbed and then the grenade lands on him. <laughs> <laughs> Looking team kill. <laughs> God, you guys are going to be so embarrassed on August 1st when Jojen is perfectly alive and fine. <laughs> yeah. And no one has oh, devoured yeah. even a single morsel of him. You will, I will feel very upset when they are carefully buttering a piece of bread and then spreading a thin layer of Jojen across it. <laughs> Here's like, what I uh, think. I think that they can What's that Australian <laughs> stuff? Vegemite? Jojemite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like a pate. I imagine it as like a pink sort of pate. <laughs> like spam. Put it on some toast. Yeah. yeah. Spam is not pate. Damn, what if you Damn, had. It's, oh, the, no, wait, wait. it's the small man's pate. <laughs> what if you had Jojimite on your brand? pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jojin, spreading some Jojin foie gras across your, your toast. Just making a big bite out of it. And being like, I hope this unlocks something. I don't think that Jojen is dead. I think he's fine. All I'm going to say is that we've never seen weirwood seeds or he- heard of weirwood seeds anytime or any other place or anywhere. They're trees. They must grow somewhere. I think they're more like a fungus. Mushrooms have seeds. Yeah, the only time I've used weirwood seeds is in whenever I talk about those cairns at the Tower of Joy and those specifically because they have dead bodies in them. Jojen is fine. <laughs> it was Mira. What if they just like cut him symbolically or something? What if they just like ate his hand? I think that would be. Funny. Yeah. What if it's like, um? If it if it was a hand, that would be super symbolic. Yeah. Mm, could be. <laughs> but Georgian is fine. We're holding out hope. 
gotta have high hopes for Jojen. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking a little snacky out of his hand. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, can you give us a hand here, Jojen? And then you just cut it off, and you're like, ah, oh, delicious. Okay. There is the part where Summer is like, Bran is in Summer, and he's eating like a white hand, and it's like wiggling around, mm-hmm. and it won't stop wiggling, and it don't stop wiggling, and it don't <laughs> stop wiggling. <laughs> I was thinking the Georgia and the hand eating scene is gonna be like a funny comedy routine where they're all like, "Oh, that's not what a hand job means." <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> I I love it when George puts in the funny comedy scenes. He does it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna it turn into Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll walk back to the wall just pretending to be whites and they'll blend in, and they'll do it in plain sight. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Winds of Winter Didn't takes so long the because TV he. Show? Am I hallucinating? <laughs> No, they're just don't acting. They're bad at acting. Oh. God, what am I thinking of? It must not be the show, but I'm like I'm envisioning that there's like some scene where John had to pretend to be a white. Did that not happen? No. <laughs> Maybe it was like a behind the scenes thing. I think you're I'm you seeing this vision so dead? clearly. I wish that had happened. I've never know. seen The Walking Dead. At least one such scene. <laughs> it would have been so funny. There's like, okay, they're on like an ice plane. It's like all icy and the, uh-huh. there's like, they're surrounded by, <laughs> did I dream this? What's happening? Please go on. I love to hear about no, this. No, that's an episode so yeah, far. And it, I think it's John, John and like two of his friends are yeah. surrounded by whites and they're like dark spots on like yeah, a white hard home, field. I think. Yeah. And then they have to like pretend to be whites and then they get away. <laughs> that's how they get away. What? <laughs> did this not happen? You're talking about the white hunt. They are on the ice lake, like surrounded. Okay, I've never, I've never seen anything but the last season of the show, so I don't know how I would have seen that. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure John and maybe like Tormund had to pretend to be whites, and they got away. <laughs> I think that this happened. No, like. John just always acts so emotionless that you thought he was yeah. pretending to be a wife, but he was just had his, his stupid non-reactive face on, like he always has. The thing is also, I've I have seen every episode of the show, as I have pointed out on this podcast several times, and then I saw in an article that the pink letter happened on the show, apparently, <laughs> and I fully didn't uh-huh. believe it. And then I saw uh-huh. a YouTube clip where John reads out a letter, but you just like... It's like barely audible what's in the letter and nobody, even, nobody really reacts to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it even pink? No, of course not. There's no Why? colors in the show. the Boltons aren't no pink. Colors. I forgot. I forgot it's just leached all the color out of the show. That's why they think that John is another. Yeah, and Ramsey also, also mani- magically didn't uh, mention Rick Theon because he knew they split up uh, on yeah. the way to of course. Castle Black. Dear John... <laughs> By the Here's time how you I read think this. it will go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be eaten by ducks. <laughs> and then you'll start, and then. I, I will shoot your little brother, and then. 
you will drown in a bunch of people. And then the knights really of the whale will, will come. Don't out. tell your brother about running in zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he was only four. I don't care how big he was. He was taller than Ramsey. He's only four. The eight years <laughs> happened between seven season seven and eight. But he is that's four. how the that's how the White Walkers got so far south. All right, this is enough. This is not a TV show podcast. This, yeah. We can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> Are we all done with these three chapters? I am. Okay, so I think so. Speak now or forever have a lemon cake. Okay. All right, now have a lemon cake. <laughs> My lemon cake is pretty easy for me, what my lemon cake is gonna be, because a new Sophia Stevens album got announced. Oh yeah, I've heard that you Hell like yeah. those. Okay. Yeah, and a, new, and a new single dropped, and you can listen to The Age of Pots for our first reactions on it, but like the short of it is that I really liked it, and I'm very excited for the album. Hell yeah. Do you know what would, like, what's he going for this one? It sounds like, it's, it's hard, because there's like definitely electronics on it. But there's also like some mm. uh, Carrie and Lowell esque singing, uh, or like harmonies, or like those like those types of harmonies on it. So it really sounds like he, I don't know, he uses like some of the instrumentation that he used on Age of Ads, but also uh, does some of the darker stuff from like Carrie and Lowell. So it's exciting. I really have no idea what it's what what the whole album is gonna be like. Like we listen to the song and it's very intriguing, but it's. Oh. Hard to pinpoint down what it's gonna be. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Pretty good song, I thought. I have to listen to it. I have been like kind of wondering, or I've I've always been curious, like to see if he could kind of synthesize the like all these different things he does into mm. like you know. Yeah, it does sound like it's something more unified. I will say it's a bit of a weird choice of a single because it's the closing track of the album, and it's extremely a closing track. Like it super makes sense <laughs> why it would be the closing track. It's like 12 minutes yeah. long. I respect that. Um, Rina actually made lemon cakes. I know. Yeah, my Ooh, lemon cake yeah. this week uh, was the lemon cakes I made. Like, Those look so good. Yes. Oh. You gotta post the pic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna post them in, in... Yeah, but it's spoilers. You have to wait for the, the public to come <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I hope you, you didn't hear me munching on them during the recording. <laughs> oh. God, I wish I was <laughs> munching on a lemon for cake every, right now. For every Tyrion chapter, I... I <laughs> Granted you need myself it. You for need this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally happy with how they turned out, especially like the Damn. candied lemon slices on top are kind of hard to to really get right. Yeah. Do you take the rinds off or do you eat the rinds with that? I, I left the rind on, and like you have to cook them long enough to soften the mm-hmm. rind, but not cook out the flesh in the middle totally. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. seems tough. tricky. Also, I think I might not get lemons that are fresh enough in Austria to do that. Damn. And the rind's already a bit mm. too tough. You should look into uh, brining them. Yeah, I was I was Ooh. thinking about them. Like, Juicy. I think you can brine them in in uh, in honey. I think mm-hmm. so. That's gonna be my next project. Yeah. Once you figured out the perfect recipe, like, please share. Yeah, yeah, I will. I mean, the the rest is pretty easy. I just made like a basic. Mm-hmm cupcake batter and uh, a glaze which was just like powdered sugar and lemon juice so nice mm. but they're very very mm. lemony <laughs> <laughs> yeah my lemon cake this week is the anime haikyuu oh. which is about volleyball oh shit i love 
I love sports anime. I love to watch rivals try and beat each other. Oh, Chaz, we're about to double up. Because <laughs> my lemon cake this week is the anime Kuroko no Basket. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> Synthesis, <laughs> amazing. Fucking clown-to-clown communication. <laughs> I love to see the boys play their sports. We're connected. That goes full circle because in that anime, I I have. I was uh, just thinking that the whole time you were talking about. There are lemon, honeyed lemon slices. They have like lemon snacks. Yes, I was like, oh, the rinds. I looked up the recipe for. Yeah, (laughs) Ryder can give me the info on this. Are they eating the rinds? And apparently they are. It's giving them the power to do basketball really good. Yeah. Ah. I need to watch that because I love sports this is anime like the and best. I have seen that one. It's so, so good. I've only watched the first season and like a little of the second so far, but it's super, super good. Okay, okay, I will watch. Uh, yeah, so I was going to say, mine is Haikyuu because I love sports anime and I like it when they're doing really stupid volleyball <laughs> things where they're like, oh, he can perf- <laughs> perfectly pinpoint the exact location in which to place the ball so the other can do his special <laughs> attack. And I, I love In Kuroko, so. there's like multiple boys whose power is... I have the eagle eye. I can see the basketball court as from above. I can see every possible <laughs> play. <laughs> so stupid. And they're like, this is regular. Uh, the, the team in Haikyuu is called, like, um, Neko something, and they're, like, the cats versus the crows, and they call it, like, the um, the trash can showdown where the cats and the crow teams, like, fight each other. God. Sports anime is good. It's good. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have the power to see the basketball as if I were playing backyard basketball. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. It's good. Do you have one, Emmanuel? Uh, it's nice out. Nice. Ooh, I love it when it's nice out. We can just appreciate the weather sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice been pretty here nice too. here. Pretty good. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. All right. <laughs> I will... I, I okay. want to announce like one thing here because me and Chess have been c- cooking up some supplementary material oh, yeah. to this podcast. And when I say supplementary, it's very removed from any book content. <laughs> but you know, what's the what's what's your Twitch channel? I think it's just at Hellmomet H E L M O M M E T. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled for Without that. The e. It's probably going to be, like, out before this episode is out. But, you know, the VOT is going to be up somewhere. Uh, any more information? <laughs> like, what are you playing? Uh, we're not playing anything. We are, in fact, doing a um, rating of a certain kind of collectible item. Oh, um, that's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> we'll stay tuned for that one. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah, dude. Fuck Littlefinger. Fuck Littlefinger. Fuck Littlefinger. Little little Ooh, I fuck have Dan. sex. Whatever. Fuck Pisa, you don't have too. sex. <laughs> yeah, fuck Pisa. Fuck Cersei. Fuck Pisa. No, I like Cersei. She's a child murderer. <laughs> I love Sophie. <laughs> she's, a, she's a child murderer. Fuck, fuck Ramsey. Fuck Ramsey yeah. too, yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck Ramsey. Yeah, fuck Ramsey. Fuck Lewin for what he said about the wizards. Fuck David Benioff and D.B. Wise. <laughs> Alright, the end. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> So much different than they are now. I got a lot more people in on me. And all I want to do is make them proud. But this is my body. The only thing that I own in time.
bill stays inside of my pocket. I am so desperate to tame the beast. I shut the door.